Welcome to the Pillage Cast. Thank you so much for joining us today on this, the 87th episode of the Pillage Cast. My name is Josh. I'm going to be your host today, and I've got the Pillage Cast team here. Gates is on his mic. Hey there, Pillagers. Phil is remotely recording in. What's going on? That's right. And we have a very special guest today, the host of Friday Night Film Fights, Mr. Kyle Haas. How's it going, Pillagers? Thank you for being on the show, Kyle. Thank you for having me. This is uh, pretty much a dream come true. That is the saddest thing I've ever heard. Uh, it is. I, I have a broken foot right now, so I kind of feel like a Make-A-Wish kid coming on here. <laughs> that's, that's good. Oh. I'm, I'm glad that he comes to us with this attitude. Yes. <laughs> that is right. A yeah. defeatist attitude? No, no. Okay. Just, uh, you know. I feel so happy that I can be on here <laughs> that it takes away the fact that my body has rejected it's, me. It's failing me again. Hmm. Yeah. I, I feel like Shaq. Whoa. Okay. Right? No, Isn't that, that what Shaq not, feels like? You mean Shaquille O'Neal? That's right. Dude, like yeah. Oh, was that a setup here? Yeah. No, I, I don't know. Okay. I just, I have, he's one of my he's tricks I have in my bag. Yeah, got I've, got, I've got voices. He's got voices. Right. Okay. Look, I brought him on for a I couple know. reasons. I, I see, yeah, I know. It's, it's, You're going to uh, find those reasons out. It's some of our, our, our pillager progeny coming forth to yeah. kind of prostrate in front of us. It's fun. <laughs> I, I like it. Prostrate. So yes. gross. No, yeah. I got to get my prostrate so, checked. I think it's yeah. time, right? Yeah. Right. Yep. Well, Isn't it? You, I, no, yeah. You're going to be that age. It's episode 87. It's prostate time. Yet another. Oh, prostrate. Prostrate. Yeah. Oh. Yet, yet another show that we have inspired to, to come forward. You guys didn't get that. Nobody got that joke. I I'm got hoping it all. I, it all. I got it all. I did. I, okay. I try to stay away from the butthole humor, Josh. <laughs> but if you need to go there. Oh, man. If, yeah. that's, if that's where your consciousness that's the, that's is centralized. That's the biggest lie you've ever told. <laughs> no, I really don't. I do try it's to. It's true. St- no, it's true. He doesn't I, like I it, which is it. why I think it's hilarious. Uh, no, Miss Kyle, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, um, man. I, uh, tell us a little bit about your show, um, which you can go and listen to. Uh, I think it's episode seven, probably the best episode of all, all, ever that you've done. I might have because to agree of your with guest you. host that you had on there. Yeah, we had you on on episode seven. Oh, jeez. Why would oh. you bring that up? Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. But. Josh cheats on me quite a bit. <laughs> so <laughs> basically, my show is we take two movies that can often be compared to each other. And we duke them out. Uh, myself and a couple of my buddies, Samwell and Darshan Moda, will talk about movies. Uh, we're not necessarily experts on the subject, but we watch a lot of movies. Okay. So it's a good time. That's enough. Yeah, you came right. on. We did Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. I got to talk about Van Damme for an hour. That's so true. Always a good day. Yeah, and it's cool because the, the movies that you pit against each other, um, sometimes it's a... Um, it's like a real clear, like, Iron Eagle and Top Gun. These right. are fighter jet movies. It's yes. very clear. Yes. And then sometimes it's like Emma and Clueless, which I didn't right. realize Clueless is like the Stupid Valley Girl version of Emma. Yeah, it's a parody of the Jane but Austen But they're both novel. Jane Austen, mm-hmm. like, they're the same story, essentially. Correct, yeah. So, or, uh, like, spoiler alert for this upcoming episode, uh-huh. uh, you guys are doing Galaxy Quest. Right. And... and- Three Amigos. Three Amigos. Which I'm like, what the hell are... Why are you... They are kind of the same movie. They are the same movie. They're just 13 years apart. Is this uh, like Brother Where Art Thou? I want to know who won. The Odyssey? Cool. Is that kind of... Is that the dynamic... Yes. Like trope on trope action? You could do that. But then I think you can... They also do like... um, you know, they they did like Mortal Kombat versus Street Fighter when I was on, and it's you know these are both the fighting games, but they're the separate fighting games. Like, which one is better? 
Or like you could do action movies. Which one is better? Yeah, we uh, did Die Hard versus Lethal yeah. Weapon. Uh, this weekend, we're planning on recording Jumanji versus Zathura. Yeah, that's uh. the exact same movie. Yes, twice. Yes. <laughs> so, but it's cool because it's not always the uh, these two movies came out at the exact same time. Like, I mean, you could do Armageddon and Deep Impact. That's free. You can just take that. <laughs> Thanks, man. That's a yeah. f- that's a free one. He's handing out which nuggets. no one has ever thought of before. I'm sure. Um, it's it's a cool podcast. Everyone should check it out. It's at FridayNightFilmFights.com. Yep. Uh, FNF for what I like to call it. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> I'm always I'm always putting things out like that. So we're happy to have you on the show. There's a Thanks, reason man. you're on this show too, but we will get to that later. Yep. Right now, we have got to do some recon. Phil, uh, are you prepared? I'm ready as always. Gates, are you ready? <sighs> That's. <laughs> See, I'm, all I have to do is talk about what he says, so I don't have to really be prepared for that. I know, so. I know. <laughs> Gates has the work here. <laughs> yeah. But, okay, let's do it then. Let's do some internet recon. I'm ready. First story comes from SciNews.com. A team of astronomers from Taiwan and the UK have discovered two unusual sub-dwarf stars with extremely high concentrations of lead in their atmospheres. This one goes out to our correspondent, Jesse Seelan. They have basically discovered... Two heavy metal suns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man! I was yeah. wondering where you That's were going awesome. with that one. Yeah, well two done. It, heavy metal suns. It it is proven via the telescopes. It happened. <laughs> it's it's out, real. It's out there. Science says so. It is. Uh, you know what else is here? It what is the future? Yeah. Next story comes from io9.com. Steve Mann, the father of wearable computing, has been physically assaulted while visiting a McDonald's in Paris. This is what may be considered the world's first cybernetic hate crime. Yes. Did you hear about I know this? all about this. You heard about this? This is actually really old, but... Is it? Oh, yeah. It happened oh. years ago. No. Yeah. Damn it. I hate when they get <laughs> but, me like but that. But this is... <laughs> they recycle a story so on me like this that? Is th- well, this is, um, like, this is... Pre-Google Glass, right? But it was in comparison with Google yes. Glass. Well, it's relevant now because of Google Glass. Okay. So, like, this guy is, like, this performance artist, and he has bolted yeah. to his skull a camera. So it is it is physically attached to him. Yeah. He cannot remove it. And, like, when he went into this place, they're like, hey, you got to get that camera out of there. And he's like, well, listen, I'll turn it off, but, like... <laughs> funny story guys right it's screwed into my skull yeah <laughs> no they they didn't want to listen to it and so one of the guys grabs the camera sure uh the aforementioned screwed into his skull camera and then tries to pull it away from him take it off so again i mentioned there are screws in his skull yeah that attach the camera so Uh-oh. he gets a little injured and yeah. the guy breaks the camera which is screwed to his skull uh and now everyone's got Google Glass and looks like an asshole. Uh, this guy paved lo- the way, basically. Sure. I just think it's interesting that you know we can pinpoint where it started. That guy's experience is absolutely what almost everyone who's worn Google Glass in public has gone through. You think there's that much of like an outcry against people? It? Are so, like people hate it? Really? Yeah. Oh yes. I've only I've been, seen it once. Yeah, and like at conventions and stuff, it's a little more like everybody's. Yeah, everybody's stuff. expected. To I be have on read camera. stories of people who are on the Explorer program who have the Google Glass who say I they have to take it off. Wow! And they won't wear it in like they won't wear it in a Starbucks Whoa. because of how just angry people get, which is hilarious because they're in a public place and you don't have an expectation of privacy. 
anywhere. This was in Paris, you guys yeah. said? That's where they call a quarter pounder with cheese a royale with yeah. cheese? Yeah. All right. Just and they, sure. and they call this a royale, uh, grab this camera that screwed your head <laughs> off yeah. your face. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. It sounds like he was royally screwed. Yeah. Into his skull <laughs> with a camera. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad I'm making Phil laugh here. That's Next story good. comes from... That's not that's not a Nick. No, and I gotta tell you, <laughs> I missed yeah. a major one, and I still it's, it's been going through my brain here. But I know I missed something with a soft rock planet <laughs> after the heavy metal sun. Soft it, rock it kills me planet. that I couldn't come up with something God. fast enough. So, damn it, God damn it, just move on. Next door. That, no, uh, that just took away all the. Momentum. I know. We I, have to, I, like I, our like if this were a video game, our power meter for the I'm, dynamite I'm, combo just went back down to zero. It is not good enough to delete this audio file. I need to burn this computer. <laughs> yeah. All right. I need no, to no, get, no, no, no. I Wait. need to get a new computer. Here it comes. Okay. Fix fix this. <laughs> okay. This one comes from theindependent.com. Tuesday, August 13th is a day that will go down in history because the world's first practical jetpack has been cleared by aviation regulators in New Zealand to allow manned test flights. It's about fucking time. Yes. Developed by Martin Aircraft Company in Christchurch, New Zealand, the Martin jetpack has gone through a number of prototypes, and the latest one, the P-12, has been described a major design step forward. Okay. Do you know anything technically about this jetpack? I Does it go like on. Does it use like a thruster? How does it not burn your legs? Yeah, okay, they said because <laughs> no, that, no. that's always what later I on of. in the article they said changing the position of the jetpack's ducts has resulted in a quantum leap in performance over the previous prototype, um, and it's also increased the maneuverability. So basically, what it does is it has more of a t- like a duck tail that comes out okay. from behind you and extends that stuff out. So the air intake is where your legs are, but then the actual propulsion is on the other side of the like the little duck okay. tail and then above that are wings that arch out over your shoulders. Okay. Is this necessary and or practical though? You know, I mean, no, not at all. But no, I, no, no, no. no. <laughs> it could be. Why. No, think about it. You're in New Zealand. Okay, you're trying to tend your sheep, and there's one yes. out on the, like the far <laughs> off hill. Just jet back over, dude. Just put a jet horse on the sheep. A too, horse would then... take like 20 minutes. What are you gonna ride a a, a dune buggy like a four by a quad yeah. out there? No, you're gonna get there way quicker with a jetpack. I'm super glad that they're putting it in place down there and testing it down there yeah. because once the kiwi death toll is like you know just a few i'm ready to jump on yeah board. but yeah. let those bastards kill themselves they'll until they get it, it right they'll figure it out it's like elon musk's hyperloop oh I, don't get me started about the I, gd hyperloop i want i i am like itching to ride that thing no one year after it's been in place for a full year of operation then people. i'm like yes then okay. i'm like yeah i'm totally no, okay on board. right so but, yeah but if there's any first, type of first guy no if there's any type of debris in the tube that's gonna cause some major problems no I, the, here's the thing i was thinking about this because what it, like i've been thinking about a lot too yeah <laughs> i people, want it bad people uh people get in front of trains all the time like yeah. it is a it is a viable method of suicide oh yeah that people will do if you get in front of a train uh, basically a box that's traveling at mach one it's gonna go 700 miles an hour the, I the don't, tube isn't closed though how's a human gonna get inside no no on the track they there's climb, no track they climb up onto the elevated maglev and are yeah. sitting on the magnets right that's what they'll do because they want to get hit by a train I don't think you'd even know anything had happened as a passenger. No, but in the tube, there's no way a human... Like, do you understand the concept of the tube? 
It's totally enclosed. There's oh, like, is it totally enclosed? There's a vacuum in front oh. of the pod and high air pressure behind it. Oh, okay. Is it a la Futurama's intro? That type of thing? Yes. Yeah, kind of. Except you're in a train instead exactly. of... Okay, yeah. exactly. Yeah, no, there's no way that a human... Oh. Because the, the vortex in front of it will be... Tre- like. The person yeah, yeah. Will, will be zoomed along by the high air pressure and the heat of the friction of the air before any impact could occur. Oh, well, that's now, great. The, yeah, <laughs> it's totally enclosed, dude. It sounds it's awesome. Safe. It's way safer than airplanes or trains yeah. or jetpacks or cars. Yeah, or jetpacks. <laughs> so you put a jetpack in it too. Oh, but no, here's here's yeah. what we once again marketing geniuses that live us into our show. FedEx needs to get on top of this. Because then it wouldn't be just, hey, overnight your package. It's like, hey, next hour your package. Yeah. <laughs> Amazon instant delivery. Right. Like, right. If, so, if, so that's if, what if they. Amazon can... has tracking technology that they recognize that your mouse cursor is starting to move towards the purchase button. Right. And they've actually prepared it in their warehouse and are shipping it. Like, yeah. we shipped your. I just clicked on the button. We shipped it three minutes ago. Hey, it'll, it'll become the Google Chrome of delivery, is what it right, will happen. Right. Exactly. Hey, San Francisco, we made you a burrito. It'll be. <laughs> there in 12 minutes it's still gonna be hot but again i don't want to be would the that first... burrito be intact though if you sent it through a <laughs> pneumatic tube yeah no you'd have to encapsulate yeah it you gotta encapsulate and then, and then like strap it in with a chair like and it know. don't give the burrito to me in the hyper tube to like deliver because i will eat it on right like, yeah you'll, you'll have half a burrito but yeah. all i'm saying is if they could just get it going with packages first i think that's viable economically to then say hey let's Let's try a the dog. First yeah. run, let's start, first, start small. Let's yeah, try the first a dog runs of it aren't going to be try people. A dog in there. Yeah. But again, one for, on day whatever day they start putting humans in it, one year out is when really? I'm like, yeah, I, I want to know that that thing. Same one thing for year. like space. You don't yeah. want to be the early adopter here. Because what if that. it's what if it's amazing <laughs> the first day, but then upkeep on it? Because there's going to be a lot of high pressure gas in that tube. Like, what if two blowouts are like a common also, occurrence? Also, are the tubes bathrooms as well? Because this is important. <laughs> oh, no. No. If they're, anything, if they're anything like wild rivers, they are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. No, I mean, the tube you're sitting in, yeah. that you're in, needs to also be a bathroom. No, you're sitting in a pod. You're in a pod. The pod's in the tube. Correct. Okay. I, I need to know if the pod has a bathroom. Should we rewind just in case there aren't people that watch the news recently or are on the internet? Nah. <laughs> no, okay. It out. No. Basically what happened, Elon Musk, the creator of SpaceX and Tesla Motors. And PayPal. And PayPal. Ooh. He got all his money in PayPal. Now he's shooting rockets into space. He's sort of a super genius. Like, yeah, he like, like is. Like crazy, though. He's sort of crazy, but he's crazy in the way that like we desperately need. And we he's need got the someone money to, to back just it be up. insane and be like, here's crazy stuff you're nuts to not do this it's a magnetic rail gun that shoots humans to new york yeah you're making him out to seem sort of like a tony stark character to me he's a little uh, he's a little is he that eccentric he's a he's okay imagine if he's got the same super entrepreneur like Mm. this guy's like i yeah he's He's gonna do things to make tons of money yeah but he's also crazy enough to be like why don't we do this thing that no one else is, he's, you know, he's, he's like, not, I'm going to make, sp- I'll do space. I'll do it better than NASA. I think when you have that much money, you can just kind of sit around and think up shit like this. You it's know, true. it sort of enables him to do that. But whereas, whereas Sir Richard Branson would think up how to like party better or, <laughs> or, like, or how like, many ladies could I fit in that yeah, tube? Is all, what he's thinking. Yeah, all the energy that, that Sir Richard puts towards like the good life 
Elon's all about like science and like how do we like yeah. I need to see some schematics on this right. idea that I had last right. night. Elon loves schematics. Yeah. yeah. So he is he's a little yeah, he's a little like so, but and then he proposed a way in which you could travel through a tube, much like like a how they used to put the like at the bank, how they shoot those little yeah. pods oh, around yeah. the, with the which air Which they don't pressure. do anymore. But they, they used do to. They used to. Oh, really? Wow. They're just too far behind the times to where that's still an yeah. option. For yeah, them. I know. They haven't retrofitted anything. No. They dude, try it out with some guinea pigs. <laughs> like throw throw a couple of, a little <laughs> mice in, in the tube. Make sure it's viable to send. To the bank teller? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Just make sure. No, make I don't sure. Think bank tellers accept mice. It's okay for mammals to travel through that methodology. I mean, no, we'd sure warn them, fine. hey, we're conducting an experiment. I was a bank teller for three and a half years. Never did Never anyone did bring me mice? any mice. What didn't say where are your pneumatic tubes. What's, 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 what's the worst thing yeah, that came out of somebody's thing? pocket? I mean, there was some weird shit that came up. Yeah. There was, there was a as. box. Ah, uh, man. Shit. <laughs> photos, just terrible, terrible they photos. They put photos in the thing? No, like they would pull out money from their pockets. No, no. What did they like, put in the tube and shoot Oh, there was, there was never any tubes at my bank. Oh, okay. No, yeah. this is... Was, come on. Oh, you didn't, you didn't Wait, work in Ukaipa. This is 2011. <laughs> yeah, I didn't work in Ukaipa. Okay. This was 2011. All right. All right. So, so but Long after that stuff had... What, what came across your counter? Yeah, like sometimes people would, you know, fish into their pockets or wallets for money and then just absolutely like let a condom slip through there or like to you, uh, in front of you yeah like you know Clearly, slide that like, across whoops like, i don't know if you're propositioning me sir but like this is not <laughs> the time nor place to do this sometimes it is yeah, yeah that's man. why you should have bought a giant novelty uh condom that in a package so you could pull it out and be like oh, yeah. I, I never yeah. had a bad enough day at the bank to where it's like yeah you know what my break's in 15 minutes let's do this play, yeah i know play the it's, old crocodile dundee <laughs> on him seems like that's not a knife <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um, exactly but okay so i'm sure that anything else anything else of note any other funny stories i'm sure you saw a lot of drunk people a lot of excited people I, on the first and the I, 15th okay i had this old guy um i can't really say his name but no please don't yeah older dude no, he can't say his in. name it made no sense <laughs> I, I, yeah guy. yeah uh, it's yeah. His name had like four oh. or five C's I think there was like and a, several Y's in there somewhere. Sure. So, okay. anyways, he would come in, and I would I would sort of get him excited all the time, and I taught him this saying where I'd just be like, "Oh yeah, just drop the hammer on him." So after a while, he just started coming in and slamming his fist on everything, saying, "I'm gonna put the hammer on him." <laughs> he was no longer a customer because he was thrown out, and I kind of feel responsible about that. Yeah, that's totally your. Yeah, fault. it was definitely absolutely. My fault. Your fault. That yeah, he got, I, I he poked got the, the bear. quote wrong. Did he get the quote wrong? No, that's not at what's all. really important. He did, did you not say <laughs> drop the hammer, and he said, no, I let's drop put the him. hammer on him." It was always let's actually, yeah, he did. He it would was, say, "Put let's the hammer." Put the hammer on him, which doesn't really make sense. Ugh, drives me crazy. Yeah, so people get put the, the phrase. I teach. Hey, he was also like seventy-eight years old and had no more excuse. than a few screw loose. Yeah. All right, so all right, let me let me rein you guys back in. Keep going. We got no. We got a little bit excited here. Now I need to end out. I put the hammer on him. Calm it down. <laughs> we're gonna take it. All right, everybody. We're gonna take it down a notch with this next story. Okay. Okay. All right. Comes from theguardian.com. Okay. The University of Nova Scotia has installed a puppy room for stressed out students. I heard about this. So basically, you're freak. It's finals. You're freaking ah. out. Rent is due, and your girlfriend is yelling you about this and that, and you're gonna fail. Right. You're freaking out, man. 
they have a room full of puppies, puppies and you can just go there and the puppies will like climb on you and you can pet the puppies and the puppies will cheer you up and all that other stuff that was like grinding your brain before doesn't matter because you're hanging out with some puppies hmm this is such a canadian thing to do by the way it is uh, Josh would rather they, have a cat room. I'm yeah, they need to make it kittens. Oh God, uh, that would they, fix it. They would send me there to die. Yeah, <laughs> you should play with no one, even as monstrous as you, can deny the fun of playing. Oh no, with a I would be kitten. petting on. I would hug yeah. all of them, but then I just start swelling up and sneezing until. Yeah. yeah, but there's a ton of people that would do the same thing with puppies. So sure. Um, I don't know about this because. You know when you go to college and like they open the new library and it's like this is wonderful. This is a bastion of learning and this is the place where I will go to better myself. And then like two years later you go in there and it's just a destroyed, disgusting mess because the books are because dusty, college students yeah. are monsters. Yeah. Everything's like, kinda greasy. Those puppies are gonna be <laughs> great. Like a film. Inexplicably greasy. Those puppies are gonna be great. Yeah, for the first like couple weeks well, and stuff. Yeah. What happens when they're not puppies anymore? And that's the other question. Where do they go? What do you do? Uh, well, we we killed those. Just, we got yeah, some you new just puppies. Incinerate them? I don't. We understand. guarantee it's always a puppy. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, and so I, we just keep getting. La- like we a- keep getting golden retrievers so they all look the same, so everyone can <laughs> get used to sure. it. It's like a Logan's run been a, in their paw. This thing's like, been a puppy <laughs> since I was a freshman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the the their gem starts glowing and Logan's bone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't that, think of. I see. I'm always no. I didn't think about that. That's where I get mad because I'm not anymore. It yeah. sounds like it would be fun for a few minutes, and then you're just like, "What the fuck am I doing in a room with so many puppies?" Also, like as enjoy all that time you can. Walk back out of that door and into the to the to the yes into the library. All of your problems still exist. Instantly depressing. Not, again. Nothing has been fixed. You are nope. no longer closer to passing intro to philosophy. Ew. It's, it's oh. sort of like a drug. They're using puppies as yeah. drugs here. Oxytocin yeah. release. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, why don't why don't you just uh yeah, why don't you just give people like have a marijuana room. They can go in and smoke marijuana for a couple hours, come back out and be like I feel great. Up. I'm that, back to life. Is I'm that legal in Nova, Nova Scotia? Sure that that happens, but oh. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's school commission. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's never once help. Like it may help in the short term, but it never helps in the. The real problem is that your life is shitty. <laughs> like, sure. Never, this is the solution. Yeah. Listen to more reggae. Yeah, yeah. The solution <laughs> with with that is just like never stop. But unfortunately, puppies don't last forever. As we all know. They could have saved a lot of time and effort by just setting up a shuttle to a local pet store. <laughs> no, man. I don't know if that'd be time-saving. Uh, yeah. Do saving, you go man. to pet store? Like, there's not an ounce of happiness when you go to pet store <laughs> oh and God, look at a bunch true. of animals it, behind cages. It's a slave trade in there. It, it, it takes me back. Having them set to die at your college, like... Well, th- th- there's a huge illusion between, or maybe, oh, these puppies are running around in this room. They must live here. Maybe and, there's oh, a, that cat is in a cage. No, <laughs> maybe there's like a, a puppy training school on, like where they, you know, how sometimes they train the next batch of like drug sniffing dogs. Yeah. What if it's, oh the, my God. What if it's those puppies that are in training for that, but then they just get to, you know. I'm super against all this now. Like I, I gotcha I, stoners. Anytime animals have to be like constricted conscripted into we got to keep breeding these puppies we always need a puppy 
crush these used up puppies up and snort them, and then let's make more. Or it could just They're be a drug s- now. Sloppy Joes in the cafeteria. <laughs> yeah. you know? Who wants some sloppy Joes? This is uh, this that's like it'd be real weird if you're a college student in North Korea going, why are they playing with our food? <laughs> wow, right? Oh, right. no, no, I think no. that's no. We have a lot is, of people. We have no. a lot of listeners uh, in North Josh, Korea, and I would just, just like to as know. a North Korean, I, I, I am offended. No, I, would, I love it. I, I love would it. just like to say to those of you who are listening to the show in North Korea, you probably should stop because odds are you'll be shot. No, this is one of those brilliant moments of Josh's, <laughs> like where he finds on. The, so, like North Korean is the safe place to be racist. That's true. Like if it's you can, true. you can be totally as sh- racist as you want against North Korea. I should have said South Korea because they do that there too. No, no, they no, totally no, no. Dogs. But that's not safe rhetorically. Like, no, you can, I know they like, have you, the internet there, and it's uncensored. Yeah, I know. They like have, you, they could, have great internet. You yeah. could basically say anything you want about North Koreans. Yeah. just the most vile. Like, the happiest thing I could ever, the happiest day of my life would be when North Korean government issues a like statement uh, denouncing me. That'd be the happiest day of my life <laughs> because be then sweet. I would know that North Korea knows who I am. Yeah, you're yeah. like I've become. I'm somebody. on the radar. That would be sweet. Yeah, I'm, je- I'm jealous already. Hey, uh, can you name a state I hate? Can I name Florida. a state of hate? Florida. No, can I name a state I hate? Oh. And Phil already got it immediately. <laughs> Florida. <laughs> oh, okay. Florida. That, that the, place the, the, shit the penis of the United States. Uh, more reasons to hate Florida. I, I At this point, I think Florida... Hate, I mainly hate Florida because of the people, but um, at this point, I think Florida hates itself because of the people because a 50-foot sinkhole swallowed up an entire part of a Florida resort. Florida was just tired of this. Good. I'm I'm eating all these people. I'm sick of it. It's self-destructing. Yeah. It's great. You know what else? Tiger Woods' house in Florida is also sinking. Oh, really? That's yeah. right. I heard about that. I think that a sinkhole would probably start sinking that up and then say, whoa, I don't want to catch what that guy has. And then just like, <laughs> uh, forget it, it. Give it back. We're going to try to just eat some of these clean people over here. Uh, yeah, crazy. 40, 50 foot swallowed like... Uh, f- 48 three-story units are done for out of about 900 units spread over the area. That's a lot of, like, building. Just fell. Just fell. What happens? Don't <laughs> I, go to Florida. I, I approve this message. Yeah. <laughs> uh, th- Gates, this one is for you. This story is about a man who should be hailed as a genius, a pioneer, a luminary. Um... This is the story of a man uh, who is. In, this is he's a Russian. Did he create the churro? No, no. But that man is yeah. j- should be a damn saint. I know. I just, for, that's, that's where I thought so, you were going. So this is Russia, and I I am Ooh, becoming more and more <laughs> that Russian people are becoming unbelievably ingenious. They're getting inventive. Yeah, no, they're getting more and more interesting. They are there. they are just killing it when it comes to like, hey, let's get crazy and do something revolutionary. So this guy goes to get a credit card from. Tinkoff Credit Systems back okay. in 2008. Okay. And he thought, he's signing, he's looking over the agreement and everything. It's like both parties sign it, right? right? It's all the fine print from the bank. Yep. And he thought to himself, what if I amended this? Right. Added some things. Oh, that's beautiful. To oh, the fine my. print. That's it lovely. doesn't say that I can't, and they're free to reject it, right? So he basically put into the contract unlimited credit 
zero percent APR, no fees, including the stipulation that he is not obliged to pay any fees and charges imposed by bank tariffs. Nice. <laughs> uh, he sent uh, he sent them off this this file. It had a it was on a web page, whatever that they were supposed to do. They signed it. Yep. He signed it. Legally binding contract. So they probably just thought it was boilerplate, and they just you he's, know went for it. So I mean, here's there the might thing. be some matter of fraud here. He he <laughs> then enjoys his uh, he uh, then enjoys his um, uh, he also like put in like a thing that like if if they changed the terms that would result in a payment of three million rubles, which is about ninety one thousand um, dollars. And nobody should have agreed to this, but they did agree to it. So he basically had unlimited credit that he didn't have to really pay. He had no obligation to pay at any specific time, sure. no interest to pay on it. He just ca- basically had fun and paid off whenever he wanted. So, But he racked up only like $1,300. It's not that much right? at all. No. Uh, which isn't bad considering what he had. So they, the bank finds out, of course, and they're like, hey, are you going to pay us? And he's like, no, according to my contract, I, I, I'll pay you when I want, but I don't need to right. anytime right. soon. right. They sue him, and the uh, the bank or the judge comes back and is like, "Did you guys read the fine print?" And they're like, "Well, we wrote it." Y- yeah, I mean, he put that stuff in there, but that's yeah. you can't add that stuff to it. Did you guys sign off on it? Right. Well, yes, of course we signed it. Then you are bound to it. Yeah. Oh, they basically man. told the bank, "You." You know, they they always say to people, you got to read the fine print, whatever. The judge said the same thing to them. This feels kind of like one of those movies where an ape ends up playing baseball and everyone's (laughs) like, why is a monkey playing baseball? It doesn't say in the rules that he can't. Yeah. (laughs) Way to go, Russia. Way to be that monkey. Yeah. I think that's awesome. I think that guy is a hero. I, we just had something like that happen at work where somebody sent out a contract as a Word document instead of a PDF, and the customer tried to change oh, it. Oh, no. Yeah. It was a, the amount of money I'm going to pay is negative 500. Yeah, that means right. you owe so me. They did make a couple of amendments on their own. Of course uh, they did. But yeah. So uh, This story's for Phil. All right. Uh, Phil, yeah. Uh, this is pretty cool. Um, this is uh, from the BBC. Uh, the uh, Thames River. Is that how you say it? Thames? Yeah, Thames. Thames. Thames? Sure, Thames. Okay. Thames water sewage system. So this is like nearby, but it's actually their sewage system. Uh, they found themselves a... How can I say this? 15-ton iceberg of fat. <laughs> I saw that. that was, yeah. It is a 15-ton lump of lard. But also, uh, there was other Congealed fat, yeah. wet wipes... Um, th- like t- toilet paper that isn't meant to be flushed, so it didn't. Uh, like all kinds of organic matter. Right. Uh, fifteen tons jamming up the entire I sewage heard, system. I heard it described as a small school bus of hair and fat. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Is the size of a school bus. Yeah. That's horrible. Fifteen tons. That's that's if you're the mayor <sighs> of London, that's your biggest problem right there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Was it like from one source? Did, was this just accumulated no, over time? Yeah, I'm fairly certain it's accumulated. If it's all from one source, <laughs> yeah. what the hell it's, is going it's on? It's just a clog in their sewers. They should, yeah. they should check the factories around there because something's uh, going on. 
School bus should never be used as a unit of measurement when yeah. describing fat in a it's, river. It's bad. It's bad when it's like it's this you know like school one school's it's, bus it's, worth. Yeah, it's got one school bus worth of fat down here. Phil, uh, how much would it would it cost you to just dive in like no jump right on top? Could possibly no go. amount of money. No, no, oh, no come on. No, 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 no. You got to think of it the other way around. Put him in the in the seat of the hero. What we have here is there is a nuclear bomb pointed at the city of London. Now, Phil, all that needs to happen is you need to jump down into that sewer and dig dig free. They're like, release that, that There's pressure. a button. You just have no, to No, no, no. He to... has to dig it out. Yeah. Like, he just has to dig a hole through right. it so that some water can pass through. You get to wear a suit, and, and you get to, you know, gloves, a suit, a helmet, but all I'm that. saving millions of lives. You're saving millions of I'm lives. Millions Will you jump down into that do sewer? For. Yeah. See, I don't... Okay. I, this is always the thing where it's like, hey, would you eat a big pile of hair if I if the guy was holding a gun to your kid's head? It's like, well, yeah, of course. At this yeah. point, yes. Okay. No, no, no. Phil, you have to... You can wear only swim trunks. Oh, He's making, and it. you have to dive in and dig your way from one end to the other. Okay, if right lives are middle. at stake. Other no, than that, no, no, no. How about, how about this? There is an amount of money. No, no, life, no amount. There's no money. Free soda. There's no that? money. Nope. No amount of no money, money. But if a, a life was at stake, a hundred billion dollars. It doesn't matter at that point. Who you, cares? you wouldn't do it for a hundred billion dollars. Does he have to swim through it lengthwise or height? Straight through a, a diameter. You got to cut oh, through it yeah. all the way in the in middle. Trunks. Phil, say, Phil, don't do it. No, that's yeah, horrible. Don't who knows do what it. diseases I would catch from that? Two hundred billion them. dollars. Yeah, exactly. You own every continent on the planet. You wouldn't do it. But there could be razor blades and who knows what else in there. That's you a chance you're just going to have to take. You buy a brand new robot body for that money. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't want it. Nope. I'd, All right. No wow. amount of money. Wow. Couldn't. It's crazy. I'd do it for five bucks. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> $5. I would do it uh, if $5, the stakes Bob. were that if I do it, then Phil has, then people force Phil to do it. <laughs> that's what I win. Okay. What's that? Oh man! What's that terrible movie with Lawrence Fishburne and one of the bald ones and they're handcuffed to each other? You know what I'm talking about? Oh man! I wish I've seen Whoa. this. Whoa! You know which one I'm talking yeah. about? Though it's terrible. I have no idea. But that's which what I that's Baldwin? what I pictured. Stephen? Oh no! No, that's the wrong Baldwin. Wait. No, no, it's, I mean that's just the wrong Baldwin. Yeah, that's life. the wrong Baldwin for all it's, instances. Yes. Theodore? Biodome. No. <laughs> Theo uh, Baldwin. Yeah. Final Theo Baldwin. <laughs> final story here. Headline is: Sex on a pile of cash didn't meet man's expectations. No. Oh, Bummer. come on, yeah. man! Come on. For one California man, having sex on a giant pile of money sounded a lot more fun than it actually was. Paper Mainly, cuts? not that... not necessarily because it's was actually it like money is gross and like uh, uncomfortable, is because. The woman that he made plans with didn't, you know, turned out to be several guys that robbed him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was, that's why it's not so great. That was okay. oh, it's, it's like, no. hey, like, hey, honey, I brought. Well, he, he he's bringing the money too, yeah. so it's his two thousand, right. and they're like, 
he's like thinking like I get to throw all this money down. She'll yeah. take a little bit about this. We get to have, you know this right. girl says she's super into having sex on a pile of money. I have a pile of money. Right. I'm a person that can have sex. No, instead it's two big dudes that are like, you need to hand that money over and you won't have sex. Right. That's the threat. If you're lucky, yeah. Did if they you're lucky. did they at least have sex with him before they left? No, I don't think so. That's rough. Uh, He's a 22 year old, so we can all, um, wow. you know, we can all lament that he's a total moron. Uh, so that's not bright. He, either rich parents, or he just worked his tail off all summer at the Red Lobster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and that's that's what his, his gift no. to himself. He did not own the money. Uh oh, he had borrowed it. What from his job? Wow, oh, good for no. him. No, good yeah. for him. Yeah, but That's exactly. Old, uh, Phil laughs at that phrase. Borrowed it from your job. It's kind of a different way of saying stole yeah. it no, that's, with the intention of putting different money back later. That's the old Empire Records. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> What's with today? Today. Uh, guess what? Next headline: At least three men fell for the "Let's Have Sex on a Pile of Cash" robbery scheme. That <laughs> is so awesome. Where are they advertising this? Uh, this is all in California, Mountain View, California. No, but I mean, how? Is oh, it's all this... Craigslist. Okay, stuff, it's I all. Cra- uh, yeah, of course, of course it's Craigslist. It wow. Two more nineteen-year-old y- men. You uh, can do anything on Craigslist. Uh, well, that's wild. If you're promising, so sex. then why aren't the cops flipping and money? The cops saying, "Hey." I have a pile of money. Come have sex with me. And then anyone that shows up, if you're a dude, you're getting arrested. Well, because it's not illegal to have sex with somebody on a pile of money. No, but if you're trying to rob somebody, then you well, take it the, up until the point of the robbery. But the people who are robbing are the ones putting out the ad. This sounds like they're it could not be answering good, the ad. This sounds like it could be a good sting operation for police. Hey, everyone, come have sex with us or, on top of money. Yes. Or you guys don't understand. That's not the person no. breaking the law. I, no, 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 no. You're not but catching the no, 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 no. right no. person. No, no, no. I'm saying the yeah. robbers that come in. Yeah, it's like a honey pot. We yeah. use it as a trap. We flip it on them. The guys who are robbing <laughs> are the pot. ones putting the ad out and are the girl. Right. So they're not answering an ad. They're putting the ad out. I get it. Oh. So they should so just show up at all those ads. Then. The cops are just taking place of the robber in this case. Oh. There's still a dumb. 20 year old with two thousand dollars showing up now there's cops what has he done wrong it's his money oh so the girl is putting out the ad there is the no quote, girl yeah, it's yeah. I mean. two burly the quote, men the quote girl is saying yes. hey bring money i'll have yes. sex with you on this money yes. gotcha i hey, thought it was a guy i'm saying, saying mistake no. <laughs> you walk in and the two guys with pipes say mistakes have been made you no. should leave that money <laughs> no, no 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 here's how it goes down you're a rookie investigator, and you're trying to make your name and cut your chops out there. Okay. So you break into the investigative closet with all the like the evidence money. You take out a bunch of the evidence money. Then you put out an ad saying, hey, chicks, I have a fucking shit ton of money. Let's screw on it. And if anybody shows up that's a chick, then you screw them on it and high five, you win. If dudes show up to take your money, you then arrest them and take them in saying, hey, look at who I caught trying right. to steal money. That could go but terribly wrong, yeah, though, for yeah. the up and coming police there. officer. Uh, some? <laughs> I, I don't know. It seems like a win-win. Uh, it, he gets ahead at work. In or theory, gets, yes. Yeah. It's it's a win-win. But what you're forgetting here is if there's multiple guys, I mean, this is just one cop with a gun because it's probably going to be hard to find <laughs> multiple cops that want in on this little racket. So if you have like three guys that show up at your door, it's not well thought out at this point. No, no, no. no. I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> you need I to get just, what you're saying. You need to just home back alone. to the drawing board. You, yeah. need to, right. board. you need to home alone the hell out of that hotel yeah, the intent room is good. so that you are holding one scr- string that is connected to seven shotguns all pointing and be like, 
Make your move, guys. If you get five guys show up, be like, I've still got eight guns. Right. Like, one in my hand, and all the rest of these will go off when I yank. Okay. That's how you do it. Sure. No, no, I I just, I heard an idea, and I was like, hey, how do we improve How do we make money off this? (laughs) I I think you guys had some valid concerns. (laughs) Well, I don't know. keep moving. I don't know about you guys. We're talking about sex on a big pile on of money pile that's of on money. top of a 15-ton fatberg gets me hungry. So yep. let's talk about the food gauntlet. Food gauntlet! Hmm. Fat. Fatberg. <laughs> it's delicious. Uh, hey, guys, it's official. The world's first lab-grown burger is oh, not unpleasant. It's so wrong, though. Hasn't McDonald's been doing this for years? It is the future. No, well, they they repurpose, yeah, animal flesh. They're, yeah, they're they re- they're feeding you animal. It's not the part you think. Yeah, well, and also mutant it's, potatoes. Sure, they've been sure. growing potatoes that have like a f- potato I, DNA. Look, a PNA. I feel like stuff it's that grow. One, you guys are crazy for eating stuff that comes out of the ground. Two. <laughs> Stuff that comes out of the ground already weird. If you're going to spice it up in a lab and make it weirder, I don't care. Like genetically altered tomatoes. Tomatoes are weird on their own. That's fine. But making an animal, like living flesh, yeah, it's a, it is a little bit weird. But I'm totally on board. There's no reason why science can't just dissect the reason why a delicious burger takes, tastes delicious and make the components that... Tr- trick our brain into thinking it's delicious no i would rather eat some sort of just paste that science has designed to taste amazing that is nothing but all of the best nutrients i need than eat like real food what if it's algae based because the the key all that matters to me does it taste like the things i like i don't care what it is if you want real nutrients though it has to come from sunlight that's why yeah like the meat that grows on animals, yeah. they're eating plant matter that absorbs yeah. sunlight. So I don't care what it is, man. <laughs> Figure out how to make it taste like an amazing bacon cheeseburger, it and can I be will made eat out of whatever. It doesn't matter okay. to me. Okay. So this is exciting. I think. Well, one, it's kind of exciting that it's uh, you know it didn't taste terrible. That's oh, don't you think that the first go would have been like oh, it tasted like shit. Yeah. It was awful. Abomination but aside, it, yeah. but we made it no. and it didn't kill him. Like that was the. That the headline I would say it's official. World's first lab-grown burger did not kill man who ate it. <laughs> Great, like okay. he said, it was worst experience of his life, but he still has life. That's the important it's thing. It's still no, progress. This, yeah, at this I point he was like, no. oh, it wasn't bad. He's cursed his whole family. <laughs> I don't know. He that, said it. That brings a pox upon his clan. <laughs> you no. think so? It's not natural, man. I agree with Gates. It wasn't unpleasant. It, okay, dude. What's natural about anything? The things that you think are natural, you don't even know if they're natural or not. But okay, you you don't even know. No, you that's go out. Not a, that's not a solid. You argument, use man. your senses to like pick something out of the ground and say this is natural. You're relying on something you can't rely on anyways. You could be in the matrix right now. Oh boy, you could be eating nothing. But see, that kind of invalidates You're, any argument. Then it, I, exactly, I, that's, that's a slippery slope. <laughs> that's is what I'm saying. The whole point is that you keep appealing to things that you don't even know if they're true or not. Oh, All right, man. okay. Oh, no, man. no, no. Hey, you know what? I always go with what I think is right, and I'm always sick. I'm always. <laughs> 
Like, I'm just fighting for my health. That's true. And Josh lives cockroach style. And I'm and ready to eat that's genetically. That's I have a friend that does the same thing. He, like, never washes his hands before he eats nothing. He hasn't been sick in fucking yep. five years. He's yep. You know why? My immune system like is literally like Spartans, warriors from Sparta. They have to fight all the time. They never stop fighting. So they're just in constant, like... Diseases get in there and go. Shit, we gotta get out of here. But we gotta go to here's somewhere else. Here's the thing, else. though: when you get hit, you probably get hit really hard. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but it happens so rarely that it's like, eh, I can handle it. Also, I get better real quick because I just uh, frustrate myself out. I'm so sick of being sick. <laughs> I'm gonna go eat some meat. Yeah, that's just and then I just forget about it, out it of a tube. and my body goes, oh, whoops. You want some uh, of that? You're not sick anymore, I guess. <laughs> some of that sweet tube meat. <laughs> yeah. Some of that sweet tube meat. That's, sweet, get some that's sweet. What, that's what you're. That's what no, you're it's 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 tiny layers of like meat cells, uh, st- cultured from a single cow's stem cells. Some of that sweet when you put it stem that way. cell. Can't, can't I just want it cow at culture. Point, at this point, I just want to eat stem cells. <laughs> they sound delicious. Dude, I don't think this is the yeah. kind of thing that Michael J. Fox has been campaigning I, for. Yeah, guys. No, I, you're not supposed to. You eat know what them. though? Maybe this will lead to him getting better. Right? Maybe wow. we'll figure it out. <laughs> Eat this stem I love cell it when burger. Josh does science. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Look, science works weird. S- science can and, do that. Science in air quotes, Phil. We <laughs> can yeah, do that. You can uh, see uh, that. That's what I was doing over here. Um, <laughs> how about this? A mystery. Uh, there is a town, a uh, little town in. Uh, it's on the border of Nebraska and a Native American reservation. It has. Just a couple hundred people in it, right? Very small. And yet, that one... Actually, it's just a dozen people. It's very small. The town is very small, but they sold 4.6 million cans of beer last year. There must be nothing to do there. (laughs) I think that even in the most bored of times, it would be quite a feat for a dozen people to drink 4.6 million cans of beer in a year. But they're on the border of a Native American reservation. Yeah, I was just going to say that. And guess what's illegal over there? Hooch. Booze. Beer. Yeah. Yeah. So they're uh, they're like, so clearly this is a operation where you're smuggling beer from this town over there, right? Everyone, everyone it's a who has a brain operation. That, yeah, that Blue. looks at it goes, <laughs> clearly? Sure. Uh, yeah, that's what's happening. So they're they're appealing to the Native American reservation going, can you please stop this by just making it legal? Because who cares? Oh, yeah. And if you make it legal, this will stop. And you can, yeah, keep the money on the... But aren't Native American reservations kind of known for having the highest rates of alcoholism? That's probably around. why it's banned. Yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. Uh, that's, yeah. that's probably why, but, uh, you know... But they're finding this, it anyways. As so. this clearly shows, it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, but what's speaking, weird is prohibition has not been super successful. Right. Yeah. So, but here's the thing: is because of those stats, that town has the highest per capita beer sales. Wow. Ever because you know each person is buying almost a million. So do you think that there's somebody worth of beer? Do you think there's somebody or cans in that of beer town? Maybe some sort of grocery store owner or one of these bootleggers that's trying to keep this illegal for the Native Americans. No. That's a good question. There's got to be. You might like it. Yeah, they're selling more beer than like yeah, you know some some metropolitan areas. Yeah. So, uh, Gates, I know you're into PBJs, right? (laughs) They are one of yeah, they're a staple. So how about this? Uh, There is a website uh, that you can go on, um, or there's actually a blogger who did this on his website, Lem Penzo. 
he has what's called the sandwich index, and he calculates how much different types of sandwiches will cost per serving and then compares it to past years. So you what? can see... Like a, a PBJ index yes. on the economy? Yes. It, it, it's, it, hey. is the most, it is the most salient and direct-to-you stat, right? It's yeah. like, what is my PBJ going to cost me? Like, that's a real-world figure. Dude, to peanut you. butter has gone up in the last couple of years. Like, it just keeps going up and keeps going up. Well, it's interesting because... I, I will alert listeners uh, that Target has the best prices on peanut butter, by the way. Is it brand-name peanut butter or is it Target peanut butter? Uh, does it matter? <laughs> kind of. Are you, are you a brand name kind of guy? I'm a, I'm a GIF kind of guy. It, wow. Peanut butter has gone up from last year yeah. 11%. See, I told you. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. You yeah. like strawberry jelly? Uh, I'm more of a boysenberry kind of well, guy. If you like strawberry jelly, yeah. 24% increase. No. That's, yeah, no, yeah. That's jelly tough. has gone up. That's, that's, that's hitting you where it hurts right there. Now, for me, a good old turkey and cheese, right? Turkey's gone up 4%. American cheese up 13%. Who the Yikes. fuck is still eating American cheese, though? American cheese is the lowest of the low, in my opinion, of cheeses. Uh, it's like cr- it it's, has it's a very slightly above Kraft singles. It, it, I, I always thought that's just what Kraft singles are. Isn't that sad though? That that's what we're associated yeah. with. Like, I, American I have cheese very spe- I have a very singles? specific place where uh, American cheese fits right in okay. on certain burgers. Okay. Um, uh, on certain on a on a good like just turkey sandwich. I'll take American cheese. Mm. Um, I have a problem with cheeses at places like I don't like cheddar unless I'm eating cheddar like basically by itself. That's the only time like good fresh cheddar. Yeah, cheddar cheddar's a little heavy. I don't like cheddar on a burger. I don't like cheddar on a sandwich. Um, I like Swiss. Swiss is pretty good. This is great. Swiss and provolone. Those are kind of cousins. Those are good. Those are both always a good choice. Yep. But I don't like cheeses when you go to the restaurant. You get it and like it's on your burger and you can tell like part of it is sort of see through because it's real oily. I don't like that. Uh, okay. I don't like that. Talking about cheese. Yeah, talking about cheese. All right, guys. Moonster's the best. <laughs> <laughs> Moon. I don't know if I could know. All right, well, how about this, Gates? Yeah. Do you want to eat the big fat fatty sandwich? I probably already have. That's what it's called. That's what her name was? Uh, but... It's called... <laughs> <laughs> the big fat fatty. What are, you, uh, what are we talking about This is, uh, uh, this is in L.A., uh, there's a sandwich shop called Fat Sal's, uh, a brainchild of apparently the Entourage star Jerry Ferreira. I don't know who that. Yeah, I don't watch sorry. Entourage. Fuck Entourage. Yeah, that slow slow that show. yeah, that seems like a real stupid show. No, I'm sorry. Take it down. I hate that show. So here is what is in the Big Fat Fatty. What you ready? Got? What do you got? It's got cheesesteak. All right. Cheeseburgers. Pastrami. What cheeseburgers? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Pastrami, chicken fingers, bacon, mozzarella sticks, fried eggs, jalapeno poppers, fries, onion rings, chili, marinara, and fat sauce, all on a 27-inch garlic bread roll. I'd do it. Yeah. It sounds like they could have fit a little more in. (laughs) Now, now, here's the deal. What if they, instead of piling all, all of that together like on top of each other so you're getting all of that in one bite right if they like laid it out so like here's here's the cheeseburger and onion here's the section, section yeah Here, and now you're nah, enter- now you're enter- the entering fun. the egg and sausage that section. ruins the fun no together doesn't sound so appealing no not at all 
how much would you like to pay for it? Because what if I told you you could pay nothing for I it? I would pay I would pay like twelve dollars for <laughs> what that. What if it's I told those you you could get it for you free? Eat it all. How how long? Forty minutes. Just eat the whole thing. No. Forty? Yeah. I think I could do it. <laughs> You're high. I have I to think stop it. before no, I, I have yeah, to I see it. I have to it see it. It looks a monstrous. There's I don't know. Has anyone done it? Uh I don't know. It doesn't say. Uh and it might be a thing where it's like it's like Disneyland, like we don't talk about the deaths. So uh, you know, like one much, guy did, but he died. How so. much does it cost if you don't finish it? I in forty minutes. Too much. Probably they didn't say. They just said you can get it for free if you eat it in forty minutes. Final story here. This is why I love the internet. Uh, would were you ever curious? And you're a liar if you say no, because I have always been curious. Okay. What would it be like to bathe in over three hundred cans of Pepsi? The internet has the answer. It's going to be tingly. Well, you can watch a YouTube video of a man doing it right now. Oh. 300 cans of Pepsi. Do you know what's crazy? Is that in the bathtub, it looks like just black tar because it's it's Pepsi. And yeah. like we don't realize like when you get it all together. Um, and when he moves, all of it carbonates and fizzes. <laughs> and yeah, that would be so tingly. Also, like I'm pretty sure, what's that going to do to your skin? Because it's all sugar. It's not like diet. No, well, even then, what's in diet is probably going to be yeah, worse. I'm, like, well, I'm pretty sure if he stayed in there for a few hours, he'd have some serious his, health issues. His body would corrode. <laughs> yeah, I'd be done. Just look for Pepsi bath on YouTube and you'll find it. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. That's that is totally the search gross. terms. Oh, no. That would, so, that, I think that would burn, though, man. It, yeah, it, like, it, it would... does burn a little bit, he says. <laughs> <laughs> he does say it burns. That has been the Food Gauntlet. Thank you very much, gentlemen, for yeah, hanging out. Ended that on a high note. All right. Let's uh, let's get into some meat of this. Um, I don't know where to start with this because the whole reason that Kyle's on here is because... Uh, Kyle, Kyle, you did something that uh, Phil has tried for years. All right. And has never been able to do. What I do. What is, what uh, you... You... He, you completely shut me down on a Facebook argument and ruined all of my fun. <laughs> oh, with my in, niceness. In, in a single fell swoop. <laughs> Josh has to be confronted swiftly and repeatedly. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. He, he, he basically, this is the most anger that I could ever get out of my fun, which is going on Facebook and trying to get people angry and Trolling. into a fight. Trolling. Is that he just disengaged. He yeah. didn't, he didn't take the bait at all. It's a sign of In weakness. fact, he saw the bait and complimented it. He's like a fish that was like saw it on the hook and said, "Hey, buddy, that's a juicy not, worm you got." Not only there. is that worm expertly put on there, that hook looks awesome. Like, all good right. job on that tying. Sure, I'll catch you later. Like, it's the worst thing I've ever. I so angry, so angry. In fact, that I said, "You're just gonna have to come on this show because that's how you get on this show so, now." It's <laughs> just I, I offend you and then or, you bring or, me on, or don't get in a fight with me there on Facebook. Yeah. So I have to do it elsewhere. to become berated. So yeah, we'll, so we'll talk about well, the actual we'll, content of it. But what we're gonna talk about is Seinfeld. Yep, mm-hmm. not the comedian so much, but the show. Oh, we can talk but about him you, too. You talk about the comedian in the context, in the context, of, the context of, the show. of the show. Sure. So. Let's talk a little bit about what does Seinfeld mean to us? Um, sure. Wh- where I'm, do we stand on Seinfeld? I'm somewhat impartial here. So okay. I, I'm very much willing. I, I want to hear what, what's the, well, so what's what, the what, root. That's, that's well, what interesting. Is your, what, is what is your thoughts what is, on what Seinfeld? What are my thoughts yeah. on Seinfeld? What, what is your history with the show? Did um, you watch it when it was on? I have seen every episode. Okay. Multiple wow. times. 
Multiple times. For sure. Yes. Okay. Um, I have observed it in all of its forms. Okay. Did I've, you watch it when it was on? Like later like, on. Like new, yeah. like it was new yeah. episode. I caught on. like the last two seasons. Okay. And then and it then ran from like 89 to like 98. Yeah. So it was, oh, it was a long period of time. Nine years. Yeah. Nine, nine seasons. I was like eight years old, nine years old when it came on. So I wasn't watching it then. Sure. Uh, Some of that New York Jew humor. Yeah, I would just right be like, your head. this is not Ninja Turtles. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so <Okay>. what? <laughs> sure. What the hell am I doing? All also, right. I'm supposed to go to bed in like a while ago. There so. is there is a bit yeah, of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, All right. So, but okay. So you watched it when it was on. Fan. I I see that it has strengths, and I see that there's some parts that are obnoxious. Okay. So I'm like I said, I'm I'm very impartial here, and I'm I'm waiting to hear. Okay. I know for a fact that Phil. Uh, at least if I can remember back in the days when I would go to his apartment, there was a DVD box set with some sort of shirt in oh, it. Yes. Oh, you had the fluffy shirt box so, set? So, Phil, you have everything, right? I have right? everything. I'm, I would consider well done, myself Phil. a very big fan. I, uh, I've watched the entire series uh, at least three times through, probably more. Um, it's the first series I ever watched entirely from start to finish. And uh, I'm proud to say I did it with my roommate like long before DVDs were even out. So we were like watching them off of taped VHS tapes, and uh, okay, and then we well watched done. you know the 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 finale. And I think I watched probably the last two or three seasons in real time. You know, right. So yes, I would consider myself a major fan. You're, you're, uh, I own every episode on DVD. Okay. Uh, huge fan. Like Phil, I've probably seen the entire series three times or so. It's the greatest sitcom of all time. Okay. Agreed. That's that's my opinion on it. Wow. Okay. That's a that, okay. That's no, it's it's a huge statement. But you know what? So name another gonna, show. I'm gonna, so hold on. I'm going to need to hear some supporting evidence I, I, on that. I sure. am. Uh, but we'll allow Josh I'm gonna go, his opening I'm going to tell statement. my history. Yeah, absolutely. With Seinfeld. Please. Um, when I was in uh, in sixth grade, I was bullied pretty heavily in school, and because of that, I was hesitant to go back to school and uh, submit to more bullying. So in seventh grade, my mom was like, "Let's explore some uh, let's explore some different options for uh, for schooling," and I suggested, "Hey, mom, have you heard about this thing called video school?" Now. I had no interest in going to school over video. Uh, I thought for uh, most of it, school was really dumb to me because I was a pretty smart kid and I I didn't like study or anything. I would just ace tests because I could I could absorb everything pretty quickly and have to worry about school. So I knew like if I did video school, I'm fairly certain I could fast forward through everything, not do very much schoolwork, you know, proper, still make everybody think this stuff's working. But there is there is a much a much more devious reason for this in my small child brain. What do you need to do video school? VCR. And a TV. Mm-hmm. And I need to do the school away from everyone else in the house and don't want to lock up the TV. So wow. doing video school was my way to get my own 13-inch color TV with built-in VCR. That's pretty effed up, dude. That is diabolical. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. some Cartman shit yeah. right there. So I'm like, look, I'll, I'll be doing schoolwork in there all day. Now, I made good on my plan to fast forward to every single lesson. <laughs> I watched them. I never heard a word they said. Did fine. Don't worry about that. But because of that, now I had a TV and I had 
uh, a TV with a VCR built built in, which meant like the TV's remote control had a record button on it. You just hit it, and you could just be recording whatever you're doing. So I started this process of like recording everything I watched. I just had I have to this day boxes and boxes of videotapes. That's awesome. I was really bad at labeling anything and sure. writing anything down. So. <laughs> You put in a tape, it's like, I have no idea what's going to be on this. But I was really good at recording everything. And that's about the time I started watching, um, like, sit, like started really, like, heavily watching sure. the programming at night Things started of making series. Sense. Yeah. yeah. And I got heavily invested in, like, the NBC Thursday Night lineup. World. Except for, like, I didn't watch Friends because sure. I, I thought it was dumb at that time. It's still dumb. So I watched, I watched Seinfeld. A ton, and I taped a bunch of episodes of Seinfeld. But I also, like, in the defense of what I'll say later, I also watched Wings and Mad About watch. You. Yeah, the, oh, and, that was huge. Yeah, a lot of other terrible shows. No, Mad About You was a very good show. Uh, so, uh, I, I that's my my history with it. Is like I watched a ton of Seinfeld, and, and then kind of like <clears throat> I remember when the the ending came on sure. for the final episode right. and i think i watched it and i remember thinking like that was a, the dumbest ending like it was so stupid what a waste of time but i haven't watched anything else and i was like whatever they brought all the characters back and whatever so later on in my later years i of course you go back to the things you like and this is the one thing i've kind of noticed with uh nostalgia is that it is incredibly good at hiding what that thing actually was and making you think that it was something totally different because I've gone back to a lot of things I liked as a kid and I realized I had terrible taste <laughs> and I liked awful, awful things. Yeah, that's a valid argument. So one of those things that I've gone back to and seen and cannot stomach for the life of me is the show Seinfeld. And I don't understand... I don't understand why I liked it, but I don't understand why you guys like the show. So the, uh, the impetus of this, of course, was that Kyle on his Facebook said something along the lines of, if you don't like Seinfeld, that pretty much tells me all I need to know about you, <laughs> which I was like immediate, like, awesome. I can't wait. This is going to be great. Hey, Kyle, guess what? I hate Seinfeld. And he's like, this is where he ruined my Facebook day sure. because he said, that's okay, man. You're still cool in my book. <laughs> this is a true what? story. Yeah. And I'm like, you got to be kidding. This is the most disappointed I've ever been in a Facebook <sighs> argument in my entire life. Like, this gave me no joy. This gave yeah. me no pleasure. Um, so then, yeah, here we are on the, on the show. We're doing it. Um, so, yeah, I hate Seinfeld. I hate, I hate it. Well, but what about it? And, and this is my problem. And I want to know what you guys, what your answer for this is. Every single character on that show is a person that I despise at the core of my being. Yes. I hate them. Yes. I the despise the them. I, yes. I don't like them. I don't want to be around them. They're, they're the type of friend that if I had, I would like avoid and not call. And then when they showed up, I'd be like, oh, you know what? I, um, I got to go to the... I got to go do this thing. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't want to be around them. If a man came through my door right now, and burst open and slid on the floor a little ways without announcing, without calling, without making any prior plans, if he cramered his way into my life right now, oh, man. I would call the police. I would but say, look, you need to leave you right now. You don't live in a building like right. that. You don't live in a complex. That it, I don't care. I have a problem with that right away, though, 
Do you like the show It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yes. Those are terrible people, they too. They are. But the difference is, oh. there's, two, there's two differences. <laughs> One, that is the setup. There's nothing in, 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 you, they're not, It's Always Sunny are monstrous people that you want to see fail. But they're also kind of lovable. Like, Charlie is lovable. He's a lovable character. Right. There's nothing lovable about George. He's just the most insipid, annoying person. George to me. is an archetype, though. He's that's they all are. I hate him. How I about him. how about Jason Alexander? Okay, so yes, George is horrendous, terrible. <laughs> but what about Jason Alexander's portrayal of Larry David? Like, if you go back and you so watch, I have heard or Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, it's right. very clear. Oh, yeah. I have never it, watched yeah. any Curb. Curb's I've never great. watched any Curb. And but what I've heard is that Larry David is kind of like the impetus for George's kind of character it, no, in a way. No, you can tell that Jason Alexander watched Larry David and then just emulated so it. So yep. if, if you, got, you guys are familiar with Curb, would you say that it's accurate that like Larry David is kind of the real-life George? Oh, no, yes. he very Absolutely. specifically yeah. st- says that on okay. the show. So here's, my, here's what I know right off the bat about Larry David. I absolutely like him. hate him. Yes. I hate him with a passion. Right. I don't want to be around him. What he, so here's my problem with George. What he cares about, what his problems are, what all those things are all things that I, I wouldn't, I also, I don't have a problem with, I don't care about, and I would find a person who had that as a problem annoying. Here's why, here's why Seinfeld is amazing to me, is because sitcoms in general, oh, you're already giving No, no, I, I want to hear, I'm no, that's, super that's interested fine. in this. That's fine. Sitcoms in general, uh tie themselves to the characters that are on the show most of the times. The situations that those characters get in are only relative to the characters themselves. Seinfeld put those four characters in any fucking situation you could think of. That's what's brilliant about it. It's a show literally about nothing. Right. About absolutely nothing. Uh, Everything is an episode. And I understand. You want to go to that? a deli? That's an episode. You know, and and it's still funny. Right. Every situation I take that they get at in. That, but <laughs> oh wow! Because <laughs> Phil, you got my back here, no, buddy. I, absolutely. And, and I think because they're in everyday real life situations for the most part, it's much more yes. relatable. You so, know. And that, and that is the Completely. big difference right here with the show you brought because I'm a huge fan of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. The problem is that It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is uh, is absurd. They are in situations that I would never get in. I'm not going to get in a fight with a rival bar. I'm not going to get in where I kidnapped a writer of a, a newspaper article. I get those you. are those are different situations. But but Seinfeld is real people doing things that I have been in those exact same situations. That is my problem. I can watch terrible people in situations I would never be in and wonder, that's funny what they're going to do about that. I can't wait to see these terrible people fail. For example, let's just take one of everyone's favorite episode, Soup Nazi. I can't watch that that episode and have any enjoyment out of it because I find the very fact that they are going to that place unbelievably annoying. (laughs) There is not... Any amount of food, no matter how delicious it is, it is to me, that I would put up with any level of bullshit like that. Dude, so right off the dude. bat, their okay. problem is not something I can even relate to. I look at it and go, "Why don't you just eat somewhere else?" You, I, who you're cares? you're taking one episode though. Oh well, that's very very. Start laying, no, 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 start laying I, it on there's me. There's 190 in the series. <laughs> start laying it on me. I agree with you. Which, in retrospect, when you go back and watch, often the premises are super thin and weak. But I will say, you like 
in New York, something like that is going to be, be perceived totally differently than it is here. Agreed. I do not care about other people, and I do not care how someone else sees it. What I care about is how I relate to the show, is, because that's all there, that can matter to me. Do you even get your precious It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia if there was a Seinfeld? Probably not. No, definitely. They yeah. probably wouldn't take, yeah, they wouldn't take flyers on shows like that. Yeah. Okay. Seinfeld opened but the would door. Would you even for get your Seinfeld if the Lex, the thing before, like that's who was the thing before? Yeah, what, How, exactly. So let me there ask was you this. No, there was let me no ask show. you this. I, I think Josh could have an answer. Can okay. you? Can you give me the scores and the lottery tickets for the future? Since you clearly had the ability to know what would have happened had something else not happened. You're stretching again, my friend. that's impossible for you to say. Phil's got him right here. That's impossible for you to say. But it's impossible for you to correct him as well. No, I'm not going to argue that one way or another because... What nobody knows what right. would have happened right. if Seinfeld. Well, we do know they opened the door, saying, though. We know what they did do. You know what? Yes. You know yes. what I think? I think it's always sunny in Philadelphia is a bizarro version of Friends more than it is Seinfeld. Yes, but Friends is a direct ripoff of Seinfeld. In fact, I have also watched every episode of Friends because my wife likes it a lot, and it's it's got its <laughs> moments, its humor. It's not all right. So every episode of Friends directly borrows something from an episode of Seinfeld. Every episode. And, that I wow. would I probably I agree not with. I know that, and it makes me hate Friends yeah, even more. I, An element of the show is misanthropy. You have to admit that. Absolutely. Yes. Okay, so okay. what show was a precursor to that that actually embraced the fact that people are terrible? Exactly. But see, that's the thing. I don't get that feeling from the show. Like, you're still supposed to be, like... Jerry is still supposed to be the guy you relate to. He's the everyman. I don't think no, so I don't at all. Think so either. You don't think so? He's not the then everyman. I, he's, a, I, he's a stand-up comedian he's, living in New why York. Do I, That's very specific. Why do I again. care? Ab- the, why do I care about their plight? Why do I care about any idea. of their stuff? It's, but I hate it's them. Just I hate, supposed I, to be funny. Uh, okay, are you are you uh, in local city government of any sort? No. So you can't watch Parks and Rec? No, no, I can. I absolutely but, but you can watch but it. But you can't relate to him because you're not in local city government. Well, oh. I don't I don't necessarily have to relate to people to Uh-oh. enjoy it. But Is that a little back, I have to like a character. Uh, I, I have to like a ca- Again, Breaking Bad. I hate Walter White, but I love the show. The, I, I, and the I don't fact, like that show. Okay, that's fine. Because uh, no. I because I don't like any of the characters. That's, okay. that's okay. a huge problem with that. I think with that show. So there's never been a movie or television show in which you've rooted for quote the bad guy. Well, yeah, but it's because, I, uh, for example, the um, Joker in Dark Knight. Sure. Or uh, or um, the Inglorious Bastards. Sure. I loved Christoph Waltz. Yeah, but the, that's the thing. I loved him. I need someone that I go... So it sounds like it's just a personal preference here. It sounds like it's all taste-based. Everything. <laughs> no, everything is taste-based. Yeah, I, I totally hear you. Listen, I exist inside a world where you guys are, are, are peripherals, right? You're, sure. You're other people, but as far as I'm concerned, you could also just be rogue programs running. Like, oh the God. only thing that can matter is what I think and what I feel about it, because what you think and what you feel about it doesn't affect me. All it's right. great for you. That's right. true. And I'm super happy that you can like something, but I don't understand. Like, give me your favorite episode. Give me your favorite episode uh, uh, something situation. That, sure. Something that comes to mind right away is the contest. Uh, Phil, you've probably seen that one a few oh, times. Definitely, um, definitely. They all get into a contest to see who can prevent themselves from masturbating the longest. 
Yet that and word is never said the entire episode. No, it's never said. They okay. Here's something that I hated about the show: the the mild use of innuendo. Like it's every on single NBC on primetime. Every single episode has like some risque subject matter, but they do it in such a way where it's so friendly. I don't know. It's just if this if this was on FX today, they could have went for it. But sure. we're talking yeah. early nineties uh, uh, yeah. on uh, network television. I, I, I wouldn't blame it for that. They were working. They were pushing it as far they as got they got a lot. In I there mean, there's for what uh, no. I'm not saying. Yes, they I'm did. Not, I'm not saying that. Oh, they they nerfed it. I'm just saying like every single episode had some element of this. Right. You know, okay, illicit but, but content. I, I, I want to know. I want I, because I, I have not moments, seen all the no episodes. Problem. So, like, I I, I want to talk on the whole episode. So, this episode, the contest. Sure. They are all trying not to masturbate. Yes. That's your favorite episode. It's hilarious. There's a okay. scene in which they basically start the contest, and Kramer leaves uh, Jerry's jerry's house okay or jerry's apartment right literally three minutes later kramer comes sliding back in slapping a 20 on the table saying i'm out <laughs> okay like right literally seconds I, after they started this yeah. contest he can't even go that long that is yes it's pretty fucking no. funny yeah uh no that that is the that is the ex- exhibit a in uh your honor this is why I hate this show. Like, oh, that no. is such Phil. Uh, is it? Is it? That's a that's funny a great, moment. I right? mean, uh, okay. I'll say my favorite. I mean, that's that's definitely one sure. Of the please, greats. sure. I, I, it's hard to pick one, but one of my favorites is. I don't even. Uh, well, yeah. Let him give go, me a favorite. Well, I love the parking garage. Parking garage is excellent because that's one of the ones that takes place basically all in one location. Yep, and it's an exercise in futility. The, the mm-hmm. entire episode is working towards basically a failure at the end. And I yeah, love it because you don't get car, that elsewhere. You don't get it's There's no happy ending. The car doesn't yeah, even They start can't anymore. find their car. The, literally, they, they go to a mall because Kramer needs to pick up an air conditioner, like a portable right. air conditioner. Right. But he can't remember where he parked his car. So it's just See, the four of them I already hate him so much for forgetting oh where he parked. Oh, my God. I, like, I have no patience for a person like... You can test this out. Go drive with me or let me drive with you. Park somewhere and then forget where you parked. You and I are not going to be driving anywhere ever again together. Because I I have zero. And maybe it's because I don't have that problem. Because I have a very good memory. But I don't have patience for a person that's like So that. why wouldn't it be funny oh, to no, you to I, see okay. because people it's go so aggravating. Wait, no, no, no. Uh, I, so I just figured out the dynamic. Okay. Here's what it is. He hates it for the same reason why I hate all Ben Stiller movies. It's not a comedy based on clever wit or humor necessarily. It's based on uncomfortable circumstances. But okay. there is clever wit and humor, and, though. And, and, Occasionally. And, and, and this is my problem. This is my problem with, like almost all media that involves children as well. Because I look at the situation and say, I am so much better at handling the situation they're in that I can't care about them. Because in the case of Meet the Parents, let's say, I can't handle that movie because I would have that shit solved in a second. Right. By just coming out and saying, like, I'm not weenie or wussy or scared of talking to a man about his daughter. Like, I would just handle it and it would be done. And so, right. now you're talking I'm an hour and a half into this situation that I had I would have solved a long time ago. Like, any, like, movie where kids are in some sort of situation, I hate because I look at it and go, no, I would have just, I'm smarter than a kid. I would have fixed this I in a second. 
I think there has to be some sort of suspension of uh, disbelief, though. You know, Absolutely. when when you're watching. But I don't have to suspend, like, I went and saw Elysium this last week. I don't have to suspend my disbelief to wonder, oh, man, I, I would probably strap on a robot harness and punch people. Would, like, Was it good? Uh, we'll get to that. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. So that's my problem. It's, it's hard for me to care about a situation that is so easy for me to solve. For example... Seinfeld, one of the clips that people love to show is when he goes to reserve a car, and there's all these hilarious jokes about reserving a car, but it's clear that, one, he doesn't really understand how those places work. That's not how they work. And two, who cares? Just it's get a, a car. No, that's a You good reserved a car. They don't have the one you reserved. Who cares? Like, you're wasting so much time. But that's the Like, no, you're like, dying, that's man. You're dying. That's it. That's the uh, episode. No, the punch. No, the punchline of that whole episode is: you know how to take the reservation, but you don't know how to keep the reservation. Yes, and that, and that's the punchline. That's... I, I, I bid you adieu. Okay. Okay. Good day, sir. <laughs> I, I have better things to do with my but time. What about? Okay, so what about? There's an episode where Kramer discovers that his phone number is just one digit off of movie phone. Whoa, and welcome so to movie phone. Yes. So instead of you know trying to request a different phone number, Kramer just starts operating his movie phone. He just sits on his couch with a paper and starts reading people movie times until movie phone tells him to stop. It's and that that's a funny setup. That's really that's funny. a really good clever thing. But you don't care about the character. If it was anyone else than Kramer, oh, who Jesus. I think is just no, a stupid, stupid person. I, that's weak. Here's what's happening, guys. Here's what's I hate happening. him. I hate. I hate him, and so I don't care that he's operating a movie phone. That's a funny thing if you put it in, uh, maybe with a lovable character. So I've been able to present quite a few arguments as to why the show is funny. All I'm hearing on your well, end, though, is no, 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 no. I, you haven't what you character. haven't proved no. anything what? funny, <laughs> yes. sir. What I said, you no, thought no. bad Again, jokes. Again, let me. So, I've made no, no, no. Laugh Hold on, let me observe what I've seen so far. <laughs> I, I have seen someone trying to recount funny moments of a TV show. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, and But it's it's come off kind of like someone trying to convert Josh to Scientology. <laughs> yes. In the sense so where... So I'm a Scientologist I, to you. Yes. I have presented many arguments on oh, why no. Elrond is test, the best. I did but, not test his thetans. So I did here's nothing the thing. of the sort. And, and obviously comedy is subjective. Some people are going to find jokes funny that are funny. I've never found the stand-up comedy stylings of Seinfeld of Jerry Seinfeld to be funny. I don't either. Which I don't understand because that's all the show is. No, it's him going. The show's Larry David. What? A, what? What? Blah, blah, blah. Doing his whole stupid thing. But Jerry well, Seinfeld's a terrible actor. Who are these people? He is, yeah. but that's part of the charm. He's always smiling. That's part of the, He's always part smiling. Of the charm. So, He's but, always smiling and breaking character. But again, funny is subjective. And and there can still be funny stuff even it. What you What my problem is and what you have not proved to me is why I should care about any of these people. Why should I care about the storylines? Okay, I'm not asking if you Elaine to care. Has I'm asking you to acknowledge that this be, uh, belongs in the pantheon of great sitcoms nah, of all time. Nah, no. Wow. If no. It did, no, no, what no, wait, does? wait. He does have, if it does, it's well, because of the supporting cast. Well, hold on. I mean, if you want me to say, did I this affect a there. lot of people? And w- yeah, like, sure. I'll, I'll give you whatever awards you want for the show you it, can have. It was nominated for 68 Emmys. It won 10. It, maybe you could tell me that it deserved more than the 10 it got. I'm totally fine with you. I don't give a shit about Emmys. I don't give a shit about what other people think about anything. 
All I care about is what I think about a show. And I'll never be able to convince you that it's no, good. So that's the thing. What nobody, okay. I guess, so, I guess so nobody no can. no point in arguing. Do, no, okay. Ha ha. Now we've had. Right. So this is where we were supposed he, to get on Facebook. full circle. No. Uh, okay. I, I want to know. I genuinely want to know why people do like it because maybe I've missed something. Here's something. But what I don't know is why you guys like the characters. Why okay. you like, or or why, or you've said you don't like any of you them. You're, you're not supposed, supposed to, to like them. You're supposed. To, yeah, I don't. Funny. I would not hang out with them. Yeah, they're just funny characters. I think that George is one of the most cleverly written characters on a television show ever. How? I really do. But you don't like him. No, but no, as a as a person, absolutely like not. I wouldn't hang out with George. Yeah, you don't like Todd. Do okay, what about talk, think about like on on uh, uh, Parks and Rec, which I know you like. Many yes. of those characters are despicable if they were real people. No, I but see that's yeah, the Tom thing. Tom Haverford I, would be ridiculous. Right. I think Tom Haverford is hilariously yeah. lovable, and I would love to hang out with yeah, him be because I would him. laugh at him. Yeah. Or what about or, John Ralphio or any of those guys? I think guys. John Ralphio is hilarious. Yeah. I would love to hang out with Ron Swanson. I would love to Ron hang Swanson's out with a different story. With, yeah, that's uh, different with, yeah he, and he absolutely is. But like Amazing you talk about, like Chris Pratt's character, right? Yeah, he's kind of a dumbass Andy. I think that guy would be hilarious to, because I would la I, even if I was laughing at him or laughing okay. with him, like I would I would actually want to hang out with Kramer for like a few days just to see the kind of shit that I would get into. And I'm sure you would get into some shit. It's just <laughs> he, he, uh, he is when, a fictional character. When, when he's, you'd probably yell some racist shit. At yeah. Oh no. See, my problem hanging out with real Kramer is based on a real guy though. That's true. Who's got screwed over? They didn't pay him <laughs> nearly enough money was for it taking like, his was it likeness. Like Larry David's neighbor or something yeah. like that. Like so, it was really based on. I mean, they just so yeah. I'm the world within a world. No, they ahead. wrote a story about themselves writing a story, and in the in the show, they write a story about that. Which I appreciate that they did that because it gave me the shortcut I needed to know that I like this is a group of people I despise. So okay. it's great. Now I want I want to know though real quick. I want to know what you guys consider to be the best sitcom ever. Then I don't know if that's a. I, I think yeah, that the second you say that there is the best sitcom ever, you've lost sight of what the words best sitcom and ever mean. <laughs> That's oh. hard to... Because I don't think that that can exist. What's your favorite? Uh, I don't know if I have a favorite. Yeah, you can That's, again, like... It's all time -based. I like too it's... many things that are different. Like, the reasons why I like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia are, are different from the reasons why I like... Uh, um, Parks and Rec. However, I can tell you, Seinfeld ran a very similar course to another show, which is called The Office, which I initially really liked. And then they systematically made me hate every single person on that cast that at the end, I couldn't watch the show and be and care about it because I wanted all of them to yeah. just go away. Like, it's not an issue of like, I understand when you say, oh, I don't like these characters, so I like to see them kind of fail and like stew in their own juices. I get that. I totally get that. I have the problem with revulsion of I don't even want to see their dumb faces. Like, I don't want to see George's stupid face. If I was friends that with... that in the office where they were trying to make you like the people, whereas in Seinfeld, that was never Cor the case. That is That's correct. They, uh, Jerry Seinfeld never set out to make me hate him. The office people seemed to go out of their way to do that. <laughs> but my problem is, is that I can't watch Jerry listen to George complain about something because... I am screaming at my TV, just 
stop talking to your parents or don't go there or dump that girl or, or you use a cell phone. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Why don't exist. you call someone? So you don't do this with any other show. You don't yell at your TV on any other show. You don't. I, plenty of shows. Okay. If they make me hate, if I hate the character and if I especially don't like shows like, uh, or, or I don't like people who are claimed to be something and are the polar opposite. For example, people call Ellen DeGeneres a comedian. And I was under the impression that comedians said funny things. And that's my problem with Ellen Whoa. DeGeneres is that, Whoa. and maybe that's she, my problem with other people. Comedian? Well, whatever. <laughs> no, there's a difference. There, but there, there is, unfortunately. And maybe there's a problem. a real person, though, too. A Jerry yeah. Seinfeld is not a funny person. So I already am mad that he is in a show portraying a comedian when he is an unfunny human being. I look at Jerry Seinfeld the same way I look at tomatoes, which is to say... I enjoy tomatoes when they're ketchup. I don't enjoy them by themselves. <laughs> I enjoy Jerry Seinfeld on Seinfeld, not at all sure. as a person. Sure. He's not funny. I think you. I think you could make that distinction. Yeah. I think that's fine. See, I okay. actually I like just... his stand up. Just to clarify, okay. so my stance is no. Okay. So tell sure. me a How... joke. Tell me a Jerry Seinfeld joke that you find he funny. What the deal with airline food? He makes observations. That's not it's totally funny. Different. I know it's not. Yeah. Oh, I okay. just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that. T- tell me a funny observation he made. It's not funny when I say it. Yeah, have have you seen any of his new show, Comedians in Cars Getting Absolutely. Coffee? Absolutely, I love it. No, it's a really funny premise. It's it's. I think you would enjoy it. Yeah, but the one uh, that when he sees that Mel could Brooks get around my problem Reiner. because there's another there's another yeah. person in there that could be funny. That but that's the point. Is yeah. that's what he's getting at? Is yeah. What's your What's your kind I, of funny? I don't think that Jerry Seinfeld is a man who doesn't know Ooh, I, understand jokes either. I think no, that no, no, he's, he's been a comedian he's, long he's, enough. His documentary, The Comedian, yeah, is pretty illuminating he's, when it comes to the creative process he's high level intellectual when it comes to jokes. his style of comedy is not my style of comedy and i'm fine with saying that my problem with seinfeld is i don't think anything is funny on it like i don't watch it to be okay when i do watch it it's not to be funny anymore i watch it to go to sleep to <laughs> Like oh, it is because no. I know every joke that's right, coming. Right. Like I know and it's that just could, it's, that's familiar. Is, is that it's the fault of the show? White music. It's no. white. It's white not noise. the fault of the show, though. Um, it's from seeing something too many times. I mean, maybe. I, so, I'm just familiar. Just with like it now, yeah. shows that I find very funny. The show Archer. Archer's great. I think is very funny. Archer's great. I think there are jokes in there that are very. Do you funny. find Arrested Development funny? I found the first three seasons of Arrested Development. Four was kind of weak. I. It was okay. Yeah. It was not to the same level. But how is it going to live up to the hype that was created? I for don't it, hold it, it against it, that. I think they did yeah. the best they could with what they had. I let agree. Me, let me ask this: Do you watch a, a sitcom? Sure, I watch a ton of television, way more than I should admit to. What, uh, I don't even have cable anymore, so I've stopped. Yeah, watching I watch TV a ton of Netflix completely. stuff. Yeah, uh, currently but when I'm watching you, Game of Thrones. When you watch a sitcom mm-hmm. and you don't laugh at all, is that your like? Do you still enjoy watching a sitcom that you don't find like funny? Like laugh out loud or just think to myself, damn, that's pretty funny. Yeah, I, is I, there a difference? I rarely, there is. Yeah, like, I rarely laugh out loud at my television, right. partially because I don't want to be perceived as a crazy person. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, there, there is a difference. There, there are parts of you know Archer or Arrested Development that have literally made me laugh really hard yeah. at my television. There are parts of Seinfeld that have made me do the same. Yeah. So, but yeah. I'm not saying you're bad for that. Yeah. I'm just saying you're wrong. 
Okay, but no, I am saying you're bad for it. Yeah. I'm, you're not wrong. You're bad. Whether you find <laughs> Seinfeld, I don't know what. Funny, you have to admit that they set out to do something and accomplished it, which is to make a show about nothing, where no one learns yep. any lessons, and there's no yep. like emotion. Like it's Accomplish, purely accomplished just a funny it in spades. Show. Yep. They they I, were. A, well, I don't know if that's what they set out to accomplish. I think what they set out to accomplish would. I mean, if if I'm thinking of myself in this situation, they set out to. A, Make a show that I found funny, and they failed. Well, I, I think you're I wrong. Think I think they set out to make a show about nothing that had if that's what that they took set away out, all yes. the problems with sitcoms. But it also has a laugh track. Well, right. And okay, but that again, that's just par for the course for the times. But there was no such I mean, thing as a non laugh track comedy on TV. That's very true. Have you watched? Well, at the time, okay, but that doesn't. I, I don't think that invalidates yeah, but you can't him. fault the show for having a laugh track when every sitcom used a laugh track back in those days. Right, but it they still laugh tracks subverted the idea tell of you when things are funny. Oh, it trust doesn't me, let I, hate, you. I hate laugh tracks, and I, I hate shows that use them nowadays. Oh, agreed, like, agreed. I, Which I, seems I, I think The Big Bang Theory is the worst yes. television show yes. ever, yes. possibly. Like I hate it and so much, let, everything about it. Let me draw a very clear distinction between... Seinfeld and the Big Bang Theory. Seinfeld is a show that I find obnoxious, and I don't like any of the characters as they portray them. Which that is, it's important that you know. Like, I think they are being effective in what they're trying to do. I just hate them. So, like, they're doing sure. a good job at okay. being those right. people. Okay. I That's hate fair. those people. The Big Bang Theory, I, I think, is that. offensive. I agree, and is a bad show, I, and portrays bad stereotypes that affect people in today's life. I agree. I always tell people, if you like The Big Bang Theory, instead of liking that, how about you watch the first three seasons of Community? Because that's more accurate of what nerds are Absolutely. like. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think so, but I also think that people who like The Big Bang Theory are sort of bad people. I, you, I actually agree with that. In a little bit. Like they, they have a bad, or at least they have a severely broken sense of... of Goodness. Yeah, wait, wait, my my roommate loves The Big Bang Theory. Uh, my fiance and I live with a roommate until we're getting married in a right. few months. Uh, so he has a few of the seasons on DVD, and whenever anyone comes over and sees those, the first thing out of my mouth is, "Those aren't mine." <laughs> like those do not yeah, belong to like, me. I wasn't even looking. At I, you know, I don't. I don't want, I want to be to associated know. with that shit. Not at all. Uh. Uh-uh. So, what should I do? If I was so, I have not seen every episode of Seinfeld. Sure, I can remember the few that I find super annoying, and there are still things that I do think are funny. For example, when I am talking about cars with somebody about the our like inability to know anything about cars, I will still call something a Johnson rod. Okay, because I think that was a really clever sure. wordplay of making up a thing that could be in a car, but you don't know what a car is. So, when sure. George said, you could, you could say your Johnson rod's out. How would you know? You, you don't know anything. I still think that is very funny. But as far as like, like I remember the movie theater episode where nobody can find each other in a movie. <laughs> okay. yeah. I remember kind of funny. an episode where I think someone saw George's penis. Sure. <laughs> And, what about when know. he eats an eclair out of the trash can? <laughs> uh, it's brilliant. John Favreau was in that, that so, episode. So my question is, <laughs> yeah. if I was to go back and rewatch some episodes. If you were to yep. watch one episode, I will tell you. I don't you, know if No, one. no, no. It, Let's no. hear it. I'm going to get let, let everybody g- give me one. Yeah, it, I'll give you one. <clears throat> it has to be the one. Do, you may have seen it. Hopefully not. I, I may have seen them, but I haven't seen them in a very long time. George is a marine biologist. That's yes. brilliant. 
the marine biologist. Now, it's called the yeah. marine biologist. Yeah, don't overplay it. But I'm just saying the way that don't even listen to their voices. Don't worry about. I don't the remember characters. that. Doesn't even sound familiar. So all you I may need to not pretend it. it's words on a page. <laughs> just read the script. It's like these these people are actors and they're reading the script to you. That's what you need to focus on for okay. that show because it is, is a it is well crafted. It's not comedy. the it's not the human fund, right? No, no, no. no. I. Okay. No. I would like to submit to you, uh, not the contest, but watch an episode called The Merv Griffith Show, where Kramer finds the set of The Merv Griffith (laughs) Show in a dumpster, sets it up in his living room, and starts running a talk show. Okay. I have not seen that one. Brilliant. Okay. Phil, do you have one that I should watch? It's tough. It's really tough. I mean, I love love it all. Um, But I guess if I was going to say one that you should watch... That might like you know re- rekindle yeah. your interest. Yeah, one that you think that that may may not avail itself. You have of the to criticisms. go in with an open mind, though. Don't tell me what I have to do. <laughs> yeah, I'll go, I'll go in any way no, I want. See, I wouldn't suggest <laughs> one like the parking garage, which Listen, I love guys. because part of that yeah. is just the frustration and annoyingness of not being able to find yeah, something you, know, you don't yeah, like. Yeah, you know he's going to hate that one. So I wouldn't do that. I, I think maybe I would do one with the parents because I love the parents and I think they have a. Uh, no. I would stray away yeah. from that. You don't <laughs> like the parents? Yeah, I, th- I, I think can tell you right now. You don't like the Costanzas? So here's what my about here's my problem. Parents? I I hate, I hate I hate so much rela- like p- characters who have relationships with their parents where they can't just because I I ha- I had a great relationship with my dad and I have a great relationship with my mom and part of that is me never having a problem telling them no back off or don't do this or no I don't want that. So if it's anything with like people's expectations with their parents or like their parents are bugging them about something, I have well, zero no, okay. patience More for it. Or like the Del Boca Vista, like for instance, I would I was thinking the pen. Oh, the pen's where, a good one. You know, with Jack Klompus, because I love Klompus too. I think he's a good like in the mm-hmm. whole like I don't think the, he's gonna enjoy that one at all, the guys. Pen. I, a, I don't think yeah. he's gonna enjoy that at I'm, all. Just just go go away from the parents. All right, he's no not gonna like then. that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, like, it's hard to guess like, what you're going like, to find. I have Festivus, I think, is so stupid. Have you seen the contest? Uh, it's a classic episode. I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, that yeah, sounds good. That, that one's pretty a up tough there. sell, though. It's pretty up there. I would never in a million years like be with a group of people and be like, one, let's talk about our masturbatory habits, and two, let's make a bet on it. And three, also, if money's on the line... You better believe I'd win that shit in a heartbeat. <laughs> I don't get paid well, for any of that right are, now. A, Shouldn't there be something to be said, though, that we're thinking actively through a whole Rolodex of fantastic episodes to try to give you a few? Whereas, like, in different series, we've been talking about It's Always Sunny. If you were to ask me, you know, name one episode, it's very obvious. It's The Nightman Cometh. Just watch that episode to get into the show. That's, oh, that's analyze. they yeah. analyze one where they go, the, one of the most recent ones where they go, they get analyzed. Oh, by the, I don't know. Yeah. The Dennis method. Nah. There's, the, a, there's a lot. Charty, the, the, the game of games. Charty uh, McDennis. Charty McDennis is good. Game but, gets mean, racist the very first episode. That's a, that's a good one. The but game. The Nightman Cometh. Charlie is gets all America on everybody's ass. Pretty funny. There's a lot of yeah. Man, I, I'll tell you what. How about this? Just pick any one of them. Every no, single one of no. them is a. Seasons six and seven are terrible. No, you are you are categorically even, wrong. Even when they're totally off, they're still worth a go. They are. Uh, that show is consistent in a way. Th- when they get kidnapped by the McPoyles, genius. When they that's in like season three. Yeah. When, no, that's that's a 
that's a later one. Are you talking about the McPoyle wedding? The McPoyle wedding's pretty great too. Yeah. Uh, but that's like most recent. When they when they are going to a charity benefit and get stuck in the wilderness. Uh, yeah. And the bunny rabbit. That one's pretty funny. That's amazing. The Christmas episode with Frank and the Christmas Carol and coming nude out of a I'm telling you, I'll just read off every single episode of that that show is uh, that show is a I, I pile love it. Of Don't genius. get me wrong. I love It's Always Sunny. I own I think every season on t- probably TV. all that's out. Yeah. All right. I, I own everything that's out. So to try to bring some kind of rapper the, or conf- the, 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 Yeah, please go on. <laughs> Always sunny. They run a child like pageantry. That episode Frank's, is amazing. Fra- Frank, Frank Reynolds' Little Beauties. Little Beauties. It's pretty That's funny. amazing. It's pretty damn funny. When when uh when D runs the baby racket but, to sell her womb. <sighs> yeah. Mac and Dennis, uh, Manhunters. I mean, these are all great episodes. Uh, this is I'm naming all of them, man. This is. But I I don't I don't. What's think a bad episode? Again, just watch the sixth season and you'll. It's littered with bad episodes. Really? I don't. It I really is. I think you're wrong. Uh, I'm going to read off some of those. Sure. Uh, All right. I was hoping. get out of here. No, no, no. I was hoping to bring some form of resolution because what I see happening here sure. is, is you're very combative. You know, your show, one movie must win. Everybody, you know, somebody's got <laughs> somebody's to be wrong. Yeah, and I, I, no, I should I have mentioned get, that there I, needs I, to be a. No, I, I'm very. I, yeah. You're coming into our camp and I can find a way where everybody's a winner. Okay. I would like to to put forth the following statement and I think both of you can agree upon it. Let's hear it. Whether you enjoy the comedy of Seinfeld or not, for its time period, it was a very monumental show. In a way, they were kingmakers in Hollywood at the time. If you would allow me the following list. These are all people that appeared on the show and have since gone on to big and great careers. All right, so John Voight, he already had a career. But... Sarah Silverman played Kramer's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do we have next? Brian Cranston. Uh, I'm going down the list. Yeah. Lisa yeah. Edelstein w- was one of Cuddy. Jerry's. Cuddy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who do we have here? This lady, Mariska Hargitay. Who, oh, yeah. Who's on one of those CBS She's shows. She's uh, uh, CSI something. Catherine SVSU. Sure. I mean, you're... I. Are you are you I, trying to convince I, me with star power? No, 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 no. I'm saying that people like Courtney Cox, um, Deborah Messing, these people went on Jerry's show before they were famous. And all of them, almost all of Jerry Seinfeld's girlfriends in the show went on to great things in Hollywood. Like there is a laundry okay. list. What about of, the guy that played David Putty too? Patrick Warburton. Yeah, there we go. The, like, Who's the, great? The Patrick surrounding cast of not not the four, but every person like Brian Cranston that came on the Wayne show. Wayne Knight. Yeah, there. I mean, there are a lot of uh, a lot of people that got their break into Hollywood on that show. So I think for those purposes alone, it was very influential. You have to at least oh, give yeah. it influential. Yeah. Oh, sure. Okay. Absolutely. I'm not. Uh, look, humor, I'm not arguing. Humor aside, it was a very powerful I'm force in entertainment. Any of the reasons for its time and place. I like it's, that. That's it's, a better way than me just saying it's the best show it's, ever. It's it's time because and place. It's, not, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. It's clearly not. <laughs> yeah. But like, I mean, look as as far as influential, as far as yeah. Um, 
like uh, impact it made as far as Krista Miller giving people a a uh, a f- like a f- really creating a brand new formula that a lot of people then tried to ape, like all those things. Take them. I'll give you all of them. You know, what? never been my argument for but why thing, I hate then, it. Then, if I may, what is the crux of your dismay here? That I am, I am physically and mentally annoyed at the sight and sound of the four main characters in that show who comprise most of the time they are on screen to where I want to look away and do something else. It is the friend that you don't like that when he shows up at the party, you actually kind of think about going to a different place because you just don't want to be there. I, I just hate them. And okay. I don't, I don't like their characters. I don't want to be around them. I don't want to know them. I don't want to find out new things. The, you've actually heard it said probably that the opposite of 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 love is not hate. It's indifference. indifference. Yeah. My biggest problem with that cast is that I am indifferent to all of them. Not the cast members. Sure. The, like the people, yeah. obviously. Okay. Um, because I, you know, I've I've not watched Veep, but I hear what's her name is great in it. You know, it's like. I think they're fine actors. It's the characters. It's Elaine. I'm so indifferent to Elaine. I don't want to see her fail or succeed. I don't want to see her. I'm so indifferent to... Maybe that's what I should have said. Maybe that's what the thing is. It's maybe such it's, a powerful indifference. Maybe it's not that I hate them. It's, it's that I, I, I have not been ever given a good reason to care or hate or love any of them. I just so... Like, Kramer comes in and I'm so like, does he come in the room? Does he not come in the room? my life is the exact same either way. I could not care less. And I'm putting myself in the situation. Like if I lived in that, in that room okay, and that man came in. I think it's interesting that you like Sonny for some of the reasons why you don't like yeah. Seinfeld. It could be. But again, I, I would say that the characters on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia are infinitely more lovable so than ju- the characters it, on so Seinfeld. So it just comes down to the characters for you then. Well... It doesn't come just down to that. If if Seinfeld was the exact same show and they had portrayed all of those people differently, I probably would love it. So if it was a different show. Oh, if it if <laughs> it was Jer- that's what they do. If, <laughs> yeah. But I see I can't I can't get behind them either because I don't I think that their problems are ridiculous okay. too. I mean that is, that is a problem I have with this is why I won't watch like ch- children's programming. Like I can't watch Pixar movies. Because I hate the characters. Because I'm like I'm way I'm better than all of you. I could handle this. Interesting. I can't watch shows with children I, as the main stars. I would hope you would be able to outsmart a talking car. <laughs> yeah, I think I could. Okay, I'm fairly certain I could. Okay, okay. That's not why I hate cars. I hate cars because nobody. Because it's explained. terrible. <laughs> well, and no one explains who built them and why they have like why do they have doors at all? No one gets <laughs> in there. That, those, like that movie's universe terrible. doesn't make that, sense. I agree with you on that one. Yeah, but that yeah. but apparently everybody yeah. agrees with me. Cars is a flop. That observation was the highlight of my night. <laughs> <laughs> why are there no doors? Okay, so yeah. why are can there? Can I have a, st- a second yeah. stab yeah. at why an episode suggestion? Since my you first should, one was, a I guess failure. you should sell that joke to Joe. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I would like to, to propose you watch the pitch, which is the episode where oh, they are uh, approached to write an episode. George and Jerry. George and Jerry approach to write a sitcom. And they wind okay. up writing the sitcom that you're watching, and then follow it up with the pilot where that actually comes to fruition. It's meta, extremely meta. And wait, very cool. the pilot of the show? 
uh, of with, Seinfeld. With, yeah, like yeah. The first they essentially of- create the show that they're already doing. Right. So it's like uh, extras. Show within a show. Show sort within of. a show. All right. Uh, I, I can guarantee you guys that I ran, I wrote these all down, <laughs> and that is all I will guarantee. <laughs> is that are, is that on Netflix? Seinfeld is not on Netflix, but I can let you borrow. Is it on Hulu? No, no, oh. it's not. A, no, it makes so much money on syndication y- that they don't what, need to do any of that. You know I'll, what is I'll on, get you, it. on YouTube is comedians in cars getting coffee. That's right. Okay, every episode. Nice. And also, I would like to go back to uh, another uh, statement you made. Season six, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Mac fights gay marriage. Incredible. That one's the okay. gang buys a boat. That one. Okay, this boat is the, life. These are the two pinnacle episodes of this season. Max big break. Where he learns how to play hockey and goes out that, and jib- that and that's that one's just okay. No, that's where he first says jabroni, and I've been saying it ever since. I mean, Mac and Charlie, white trash, who got D pregnant. The gang gets a new member with Schmitty. Yeah, these are these are all just okay, man. Man, I don't. <laughs> D Reynolds shaping America's youth, where she becomes a teacher. Charlie Kelly, king of the rats, like. Gang gets stranded in the woods. D gives birth. A very sunny Christmas. These are some of the best episodes of this entire show. S- sunny Christmas was actually a special outside of season six. They consider it season six, apparently. Okay. Weird. I don't know. Whoa. Yeah, I, it's an hour long, and it's a yeah. movie. Would Matt Damon kick all of their asses in his <laughs> biomech suit? I can, t- I can tell you about that. Have you guys seen... So has anybody seen Elysium? Nope. I'm excited about the previews. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I went and saw World War Z, and that was an extended preview. Yes. So, so this is kind of cool how I got to see Elysium. I got to see it for free on Jerk. Sony's Dime. Jerk. Uh, I went with uh, my buddy, Jesse Seelan. I... Uh, Double jerks. I fooled... Uh, uh, let's just say I've worked at Best Buy before, so I let them think that I had still worked there. <laughs> oh, all right. all right. I didn't lie, but I didn't also tell the truth, which is basically lying. Uh, they were having an event where um, Sony would have you go to uh, the Irvine Spectrum, and you got to see a new video game that was coming out. They wanted to pump it up, and it's basically like them teaching how to sell this game. So I went to like see this game, but then the other thing was like, and then we're going to let you, I saw this on Wednesday, early free screening of Elysium. So I was like, no problem. Like, yes, right. not a problem. W- yeah. I work right down the road from the Irvine Spectrum. So I was like, hey, listen, I'll just go after work and get us in line so we can get in there, you know, because it is first come, first serve. Totally didn't fill up like it would have been easy to go no matter what. So we go down there, we see the movie. Uh... We get. Do, what did you? What do you think of Neil Blomkamp? Did you like District Nine? I did actually okay. quite a bit. Did you, Gates? You didn't see District see Nine? No, you haven't sorry. seen District Nine? No, I haven't. Gates or uh, Phil? You just, just watched, watched it, didn't it. you? I liked it. It was good. Did yeah. you like it? Okay. Um, Elysium is his next movie, and Elysium is basically all of the unused stuff from the Halo movie he was going to make. Ah. <laughs> and then he was like, "Well, I've got all this concept art, and we did some work." Can we use this for something? Sure. So a lot of it is like Halo-ish, but it's like, because he does Dirty Future, so it's like Dirty Halo. Um, the movie looks incredible, and I genuinely liked it. It's action-packed thrill ride. It is not like the spiritual successor to District 9. It doesn't, it's kind of unfortunate in some ways. It doesn't mean nearly as much. It, it's, it's, heart and soul is not nearly as powerful um and it it kind of attempts to be 
Um, I am 100% all for like the poors putting on robot suits and punching rich people in their... Who like, isn't? Yeah, that's... I mean, yes, I'm totally down. It is sort of unfortunate that that stuff is not fleshed out a lot more. We don't... We barely get to see anything about like society on Elysium. You don't get to meet any other than like the most important heads of it. You get to meet them and they're terrible people, obviously. But it's like, who are the regular people? How did they get there what did they do and like what why is everybody bad on earth like what happened a lot of that stuff is just like oh economic collapse and then the rich people moved up there and they have healing things that can heal anybody and nobody on earth gets it so it sounds like it has a problem that a lot of action movies have and that's we have a lot of cool action scenes but not a great plot or a lot of plot holes and and it's not even necessarily that the plot is is not there the plot is you could say it's thin, but yeah. it's definitely like, look, yeah. here's dude. Dude needs to get up there. It's How simple. is he going to do yeah. it? He has something that's important. They have that that works, and the 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 characterization for the most part works. It's unfortunate there's really no arcs. There's no character arcs at all. Like everybody's kind of like, I'm this character, and I'm this character until I die. I'm this character. I'm this until I die. Like nobody. Spoiler alert. Well, look. Not, I'm not saying they died <laughs> in the film. I'm saying that they, that's how they are forever. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, some people die too. Damn like, it, dude. Um, <sighs> the, the real problem with this movie is that it looks visually amazing and it has a plot that you would care more about if you had a little bit more world building done. And because you look at it and say, oh, this world looks so interesting. Like, what? what's happening? Like, I want to know behind the scenes and stuff. And it's like, no, we don't have time for any That's, of that. Okay, so I had a similar problem. And I know this is an older movie, but 300, to me, felt very small. The whole movie, just the sets, everything felt so small. I wanted to see that world more fleshed out. Yeah. I had a very similar problem with it. Yeah, so that's an interesting thing because it's like that movie is a shot for shot remake of the comic. Like if you look at the comic, it's he basically just shot those scenes. Okay. And it's also a little bit different just because it's like, oh, hey, do you want to know more about the world? You can read about it in a book because that's what happened at Thermopylae and it those were real dudes. So you can kind of <laughs> like I you want to know what was happening on the other side of the planet at that time because somebody's got a book. You know, it's like a real thing. But sure. yes, I could see the same thing. It's like, oh, this looks interesting. What what's beyond? What it? are the politics of the guys who are in the the other guys? Yeah, you the, just know that they're bad. Who who are the uh, the non warrior? It's like the Persians. No, no, no. It's so there's there's Sparta, who's all yeah. warriors. The and Athenians. The, the Athenians. That's it. So it's like, well, what's go- what's going on in there? town like what how does their society work i can see it's kind of that same thing of like this looks super interesting i'd like to know more about why we're at this point and instead this movie says nope guns and punching with robot suit which uh, listen is totally cool but without sort of some of that world building i and, and i know that you know people are not necessarily maybe going to agree but like the movie of pacific rim like one of the things del toro does is he builds worlds without even spending much time like i feel like the world building in pacific rim was so much stronger even just seeing like the fact that they built a part of this district in china out of bone out of the bones of a skeleton that fell like there's just like this wow yeah that thing fell there and then they had to rebuild and now i know that they did that there's a lot of like that kind of cues and in this we just we never see 
how Elysium actually works. You never get to see like what the society's actually like. Wasn't Neil Bloomkamp supposed to do a sequel to District Nine? Uh, District Ten, and apparently That's, is still yeah, just in production. And, and District Nine again is like a really powerful tale of immigration and like being an outsider and uh, you know slavery and the lower class and like and and a person moving from. The, one of those worlds into the next into that next yeah, world. Yeah, they you could know? have done that movie without uh, without aliens. Essentially, it's the story of Africa, right? Uh, right. Which I, you know, that's why that movie is so powerful. Um, outside of that, and this movie, unfortunately, is a little more like. You remember that movie in time where people, rich people, have time and poor people don't. Oh, that's it. Yeah. yeah, that's you know that's. That's this movie, sort of. It's uh. still totally worth it. Like I, I like it, and it is a good popcorn movie. And the, all the action's cool. And oh, I'm sure. Matt Damon, I think, does a really good job, and he definitely gets a, a robot suit bolted to his skull and his I spine. Is pretty. Uh, no, like it's everything is so gross and dirty in this movie too. Like really? they they only show a little bit of the pristine, beautiful world of Elysium where everything is perfect. Yeah. But most of it is just the gross, like like tech that people just cobbled together, and it's still high tech, but it's like everything's dirty. And like the surgery scene for him getting put on that stuff is like really brutal. And I like dirty gross. future. Yeah, this is totally dirty future. Yeah. So. I'm surprised. I'm kind of surprised Matt Damon is in this. To be honest, um, yeah, I think he's at a point in his career where I w- I would think that he would want to stop playing the action star and maybe get you know usually when you've had a series like the Bourne movies, yeah, he got out of that for a reason. But he's jumping back into action films. It's it's kind of weird to me that he was even in it. Yeah, I don't know. I think he does better at that than is like. I think he's a great actor. I think he's a great actor, but I just don't know like you can like as a romantic lead like he wasn't great in that adju- that adjustment bureau movie isn't very great period yeah i, I saw that i was really he's sort of kind of disappointed i mean his th- his acting is nothing to write home about in that either no but i mean the script he had to work with was just, right that's yeah. true yeah i don't know it's tough i i think he does a good job here everybody is really great in this movie too like okay. uh uh charlto copley the guy from oh they had him again he is he's the the like the bad guy and he's just man that guy is a chameleon like he pulls on these totally crazy different roles where he's he's radically different but he's always unhinged there's like, some there's some great uh kind of film marriages between a director and actor out there i'm glad that you know like tim burton and johnny depp no not a great one (laughs) no in fact i i love i love tim burton when he's not doing johnny depp movies uh i i'm tired of johnny depp Uh, i'm tired of both of those guys i think both of them should take a break Uh, yeah well okay I mean, I, uh, my favorite, my favorite Tim Burton Johnny Depp movie has got to be Ed Wood. Um, I think, that's a pretty good one. I think that's their best, but that's also pretty old. It's ninety four, yeah. Yeah, in terms of their, yeah. and that's also probably make the least money out of their endeavors. Yeah, but it's brilliant. Uh, I don't know about Johnny Depp and his star power anymore. After he just Lone goes into closets, Granger, and just dresses up as things, and then comes out and just does what he wants. And I'm kind of tired of that. Yeah, to be honest, I'm super. He's tired. a good actor, it's but fabulous. He's, <laughs> fabulous yep oh man uh all right well 
That's uh, that's that portion of the show. <laughs> Sein- yeah, Seinfeld. Seinfeld. It is an a, okay show. It is a show. It's a if show. If you don't hate the people, <laughs> that's that's how far we got with it. If you can li- if you can somehow like George Costanza, I think you'll enjoy that show. <laughs> if you like to have it in the background as you fall asleep <laughs> with the sleep timer on, it's great. It's, yeah, I would say it's pretty good uh, for that for too. all number one. things and more. If you are not a fan <laughs> of enjoying yourself, oh, then go man. ahead and I guess watch that show. Nah, whatever, it's fine. I, whatever. I will en- endeavor to attempt to watch these episodes that have been said. I'm telling you, just read it like a script. Just l- think about deconstructing it in a way where put yourself in the room where they created that plot. I would like to see that show remade. With just different, like, like Seth Meyers, just as same Jerry. plot, same <laughs> lines, but like they transpose the entire setting just elsewhere. Because don't you think they could do that, George? Now, don't you think they could do it? Like, just like we're gonna put it in a different town. Sure, we're gonna make everybody's has different uh, occupations. Jonah Hill. Everyone is a different Jonah character, Hill. but same exact lines. That's why I was same saying that plot. was one of the first things I said. Is I think a lot of it you don't get because of the whole New York Jewish. Which is partly angle. why a, Curb is really fun because it's in L.A. Yep, that's true. Yeah, uh, I'm afraid that if they recast today, they would cast Vince Vaughn as Kramer or something dumb like that. Uh, he, he's not doing TV. He only does movies. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he like, only does movies that I don't like uh, to watch. The, isn't the Kramer archetype just the Sheldon? No, like, don't don't ever. Yeah, no, they're the they're no. the same person, don't, right? Yeah, those are bad no, words. I don't, I don't, I don't. You don't think those, so? I don't they're think that's analogous. N- no, not at all. Kramer's kind of the Charlie. Kramer's totally the Charlie. Yeah. Yes. But see, Charlie is in love with a woman that will never love him back. Like Charlie is a as a flawed character who Kramer's in love with ideas that will never oh, come to fruition. But, yes. but Kramer doesn't. Well said. Who cares? Kramer is not a person that I would be like. Uh, Kramer, what is what? What are your genuine feelings for another human being that that I can relate to? That isn't craziness. I'm not even kidding you. I have a friend who's very much like Kramer. I bet you I would hate him too. Y- you probably would. <laughs> he's 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 very tall, and he's actually slid into my house on numerous occasions. <laughs> Now that he knows he's like Kramer, he's really playing. Oh, okay. Well, it's a mistake that you let him know that probably. He has terrible ideas all the time, (laughs) all the time. But he tries to, he tries to go for it. And it's it's great. It's, it's kind of like I can watch the show whenever I visit him. That's funny. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Yes. Let's, uh, let's get our, uh, our fact on with the Phil fact. All right. Here we go. All right. Well, it's funny you guys should mention Johnny Depp. Uh oh. <laughs> I kid you not, because uh, my my fact tonight is actually uh, related to him. Uh, I, I'm sure you guys know this, but this year has been uh, it's been kind of a weird year at the box office. We've had some really yeah. huge hits, but also some of the largest flops of all time. Gigantic ones. Uh, and so I would like to present to you. Well. According to now, I'm getting this from you know. There's different ways people calculate bombs based on you know back in blah 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 right. blah, blah, blah merchandise, and you can never be a hundred percent sure. Purely based on budget versus gross. Yeah, uh, according mm-hmm. to you know box office mojo, the numbers we know of exactly. Basically. This is based on an in, uh, encyclopedia. Or, uh, sorry, encyclopedia. Wikipedia list. Um, five 
of the top 50 biggest bombs of all time came out this year. Wow. Whoa. Five of the top how 50. many? 50. Uh, does okay. John Carter still count as this year? Uh, no, that yeah. would have been last year. That was last year. Two, okay. two years ago, wasn't it? Was it 2012? Yeah. Wow. 2012. Yeah, so... Um, the okay. five, the five that came out this year. Now, some of them are still in theaters, so they might, you know, move a bit down the list, but probably not far. Sure. Uh, Turbo uh, is thirty huh. ninth uh, largest loss of all. I didn't time. know they spent that Good. much money. White House Down comes in at fifteen. Yeah, is that the Jamie Fox one? Yes. Channing not Tatum. not Olympus with Morgan Freeman because they're the same yeah. film. Yeah, they are this. That'll end up on yeah, my show. Yeah, I, I was thinking that's a great that's yeah. built in. Uh, you could add. Uh, and I watched that. Let's Olympus. see. Then uh, in uh, seventh place on the all-time biggest bombs was Jack the Giant Slayer. Yeah, that oh, did cost man. a lot of who money. Wanted who would go to see um, that? Fifth place Singer. of all time is R.I.P.D. That movie was two, bad. Two Ryan Reynolds two movies Ryan on Reynolds this list. list. He's a box office poison. Currently, unless it totally just picks up steam in the last uh, you know bit of its run, the Lone Ranger is the largest bomb of all time. Yeah, if it, and it period. It I, won't pick up any. I steam. love it. I love it. 151 million that, loss, approximately, according to this calculation. Oh, they need to know that it's not okay just to find television shows from the 50s and dress up Johnny Depp and tell yeah. him to go for it. Yeah. It's not okay. Like, also, like, what, is 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 Pluto Nash on that or the Haunted Mansion? Pluto Nash is Eddie on Murphy. the list. Um, Pluto Nash is. Yeah. Eddie Murphy has made some gigantic. I think Haunted bombs. Mansion probably at some point made. Yeah, its Haunted money Mansion. Back with I the, do not think is on here. Okay, but, uh, but Pluto Nash is number ten. Lone Rain. What about Waterworld? No, Waterworld actually is. It's it's kind of one of those where people blew it up to be a larger flop than it was. Yeah, it actually yeah. and Waterworld like that bad. Waterworld terrible. Can, like uh, can can appeal overseas. The real problem with Lone Ranger is nobody overseas is going to care American about that show. Yeah, and and also like from what I understand, because I won't be caught dead watching that garbage. <laughs> Super racist, like oh. unbelievably racist. No, I saw it. <laughs> the, like Will Smith in Wild Wild West, racist. No, nothing. Yeah, like it, like Indians are. That's insane. Again, the story of the white man. It's Dances with Wolves. The story of the white man who can save the Indians. But the only way, the only reason he is able to save the Indians is because he's white. Yeah, he, he can become a part I, of their I society. I don't know if that's a good premise. He can be a part of their society and join in and join their customs. But the reason why he succeeds is his, his innate his innate whiteness, which is like the exact same story of Dances with Wolves, which is the exact same story of Avatar, yeah, that's, which is the only reason I can lead your tribe. Having seen which all it, you guys I are native that, though, a bit. I I actually did see it. So Arnie Hammer's not white. And he isn't the hero, and <laughs> that, he's not trained. No, by, but he doesn't like join his, their society main, and all that stuff like that. Well, he's kind of trained in their ways, no. isn't he? No. Isn't that the plot of the original I, show? I think you should see it, but you never Perhaps will. Perhaps no, maybe I'm not the original show, but that's not the case. At least not from you know this first one. Maybe they're setting it up for a sequel that will never happen. Yeah. But well, no, I think in this one they can't because the only Native Americans they show they use just to... Oh, that's what they did. They show a bunch of Indians that then get killed. Oh, but you Native also Americans meet like the tribe get, leaders and stuff. Yeah, but then they all get killed and they're all used as the impetus for the white man to get angry and go and fight. They're expendable as a fuel for his rage. But they're also a part of the fight, though. They're, they're not all dead. 
that injustice adds right, to him, but Speaking, they are, he's on their team. Sounds racist, Phil. Sounds racist. You're defending a I'm racist not saying, movie. I'm not feel? saying it's completely culturally sensitive. I'm just saying, Phil, again, people how, are blowing it out of proportion who haven't seen it. How much do you hate Native Americans is my <laughs> question. Like, yeah. I'm just saying I bet, people I bet are there's criticizing a couple someone out by your way too, and it's blown Phil, out of proportion. With you defending this movie, how many blankets do you have that you're going to give away? I'm only oh, defending no. you coughed a critics, uh, uh, their, their necessity to see a movie before they criticize it. Well, Phil, unfortunately, if I'm reading critics who write about movies and then having to trust your opinion <laughs> on it, I'm going to have to default to them because you... Like the last Indiana Jones movie. Yes, I do. Uh oh. But okay, I'm not. So I'm not trying to convince s- you to like the movie. I'm just saying. Okay. You know. Well, I have n- I have not seen it, so if you, I'll, I, I can't. I'll say, I'll say this about it: it's not as bad as everyone makes it out to be, but it's not no, good. No, I enjoyed Dead it, Ranger. but it no, wasn't no, 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 great. Indiana Jones. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, let's not go there. Let's not go there. But in the, no, but the, the the important thing I think about the Lone Ranger more than anything is probably not a bad movie. It's just not any good and not worth well, the money that they spent. Definitely not the money they spent on it. Like that was just dumb. yeah, and that's that's always the really big thing because sometimes you can spend a ton of money on making a super terrible movie and it ends up being great because it's so terrible and everybody loves it um, for that. But a lot of times the real problems with these big bomb movies is they're just not very good they're not terrible from what i've heard john carter isn't a bad movie but it's not a very it's not a very good movie and it's not a movie that was explained or marketed well i would love both of them into the it's worth a netflix watch like right you watch this for free red box even maybe you're on maybe you're on your phone the whole time so you're not wasting your time right so anyway it has been a very it has been a very interesting year for like because people are saying like this is the year that the the bloom has fallen off, like the bo- the giant box office, the tentpole movie of the summer. Like we've had so many failures, and yet Iron Man three made unbelievable yeah. amounts. And of money. overall, it's one of the large. Uh, I think it's the largest Superman, box office ever. Superman, which was a terrible movie, made a ton of money. I still contend that there can't be a good Superman movie made. Yeah, but it made a lot of they money. Can't. Yeah, but it did oh, yeah, make a no, ton of money. It probably wasn't very And that's good. the thing about the superhero genre is f- like everybody's kind of saying like, oh, this is the end. But right now, they are the only movies that are still performing unbelievably. And Iron Man 3 was met with kind of mixed like, yeah, it was okay, but we're kind of getting tired of this, whatever. Like, I'll bet you anything Thor is going to probably do just fine. And yet, like Pacific Rim can't get very much money. You know, all these other failure movies are coming out. And then, like, movies like The Conjuring were made for nothing and making unbelievable amounts of money. That's what you need to write is a horror, a cheap-to-make-horror movie. I hate horror, though. Mm. You but start liking it. Cabin yeah. in the Woods, man. <coughs> that movie. Cabin in the Woods, so cheap to I make. I haven't seen it That yet. movie. I haven't seen it yet. It's so good. I know. I have it on my flash drive. Yeah. But... I mean, that's the thing right now is you look at look, there was a movie called The Devil Inside it was a possession movie they literally didn't film an ending when you see the movie in the theater it said to see the rest of this go to this website uh oh They and that movie made it was made for tens of thousands of dollars it made over a million dollars in it's opening weekend they didn't film an ending there's the ending of the movie is to find out what happened go to this website 
So what's the ROI on our show? This show? Yeah. Are, it's a, are we a are we a box office bust or boss? Uh, I think we're coming out ahead. No, I yeah, we're absolutely coming out ahead since it costs well, it costs us time and time is super valuable. Huh. Time but is money. We get some laughs. Laughs yeah. are valuable. You you entertain me at work. There we go. So yeah. I appreciate it. If yeah. I am your audience, you guys are booming. There we go. Yeah, I think we multiply <laughs> the time by yeah. If if the if by you inculcating judge, people, if with you the judge our yeah, if you judge our success cast. about getting people to listen to our show and then come on our show, yeah. we've done that a lot of times. Yeah, we can recycle. And it's those. pretty great. Yeah. yeah. Like turn, we turn ears into mouths. Yeah, that's a. It's like a flip rate, right? Yeah. It's like how many people can you get to try the product for free and then become a subscriber? Right. We're basically in, we're getting listeners to become. Now it's not. Now it's your job. Now you have to do right. this. Like I, I'm not only the president. <laughs> <you're right>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also a member. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think that's a pretty big success. Yeah. All right. So well, we you are, think about we it. I I would listen to a show where I had a potential to be a co-host on it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, wow. that's true. And guess what? That's the tagline of the Pillage Cast. You could potentially be on <laughs> this show. <laughs> show. You might one day be on. At any at any time. It's true. That's it's true. not hard. <laughs> well, you get you guys have made this young gimp's dreams come true today. So <laughs> Oh. All right. Well, thank you, Phil, for the fact. Let's wrap this thing up in a bow. What do we got to promote? Gates? Uh, nothing. Nothing. I don't care. Mortifera.net. Yeah, Mortifera. Check it out. Net, Wildstar the game. Yeah, check it out. Uh, and then, yeah, go live your life. You know, it's kind of, I'll tell you a little care. exciting thing about Wildstar. Hopefully, uh, Stefan is listening, but if he's not, uh, I am going to the Penny Arcade Expo in just a couple weeks. And they do are doing a thing now where they make, um, they, do, they basically love the pin trading at Disneyland. So they're making, uh, I think this is unbelievably dumb and i'm not going to be a part of it but i love it for other people right they make these pins and it's all limited edition so you like buy these pins and then you can trade them to get other ones and this year this is the this year they've been doing it but this is the first time they're going to be doing it in seattle and they're allowing certain companies game companies to make their to make pins of their product that are official right and wildstar has two wow pins which is pretty cool yeah for them pretty cool pins they bought in early uh, so check that stuff out. Uh, Phil, what do you got on the docket? Uh, well, RadioBrendo.com for my other podcast. And, uh, yeah, listen to that. Okay. That's good for tonight. Okay. I'm not going to make you. <laughs> I'm not going to force you to say BraxComics.com. I'm, I'm happy tonight with just that. Okay. Uh, Mr. Kyle, where can we find your various... Yeah, you can find us, uh, myself, Sam, and Darshan at FridayNightFilmFights.com. You could also find us on iTunes and Stitcher. Great. Um, I want to thank you guys for letting me come on. This is actually the first podcast I ever listened to. Oh, so really? You guys were the very first. That explains so this, much. I, like, that's yeah, that's right? why I said podcast Dude. progeny right no, here. No, I know, this, but that, uh, that's yeah. the thing. Is like It's like, boy, this is the best hamburger I've ever had. I've never eaten food. <laughs> no, that's a good that's a No, but it's, it's cool to come on. I mean, this is the first thing I listen to. I still love the show, so I, I really appreciate it, guys. Thanks a lot. I'm yeah, sure you, you love the schedule that I, makes no sense. I did fail, though. <laughs> I did fail, kind of. Uh, one of my missions when I came on here was to try... Try and elicit a hearty Gates laugh. Uh, Fail. You didn't sorry. get one of those? 
I don't. I, you gave it. one in the episode, but it was nothing I, I about what I said. I didn't so. get Gates to laugh uh, very no, much this time either. I, I got <laughs> Phil to laugh quite a bit, which is also yeah, great. All right, not as one, hard though. It'll be my silver medal. <laughs> it's the it's the middle of August. It's hot. Yeah. Oh fuck. But, but I'm, I'm hungry. I got to do the show in December. Then. Yeah. yeah. But I'm yeah. A little bit but happier. go back and listen. And the times that I've got Gates to do that are. They're they're rare. It's okay. not always. Okay. It, it takes a Jay Leno jo- like a real good Jay Leno joke. I was to... thinking about trying to tickle him, but he's a lot larger than I am, yeah. so that yeah. would just that's not going to well be a good me. idea. That'll get a hearty laugh out of <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah, no, that'll that'll get me I, real not, happy. I'm not easily touched. How about that? <laughs> it's that like yeah. If you want another just, boot, it's true. For your not hand. easily touched. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm no. sorry. I, I'll. Uh, no, it's it's all good. Man. I don't. I don't. I've still had a great experience. I don't think things someday. are funny right so, now. Someday, right? Someday. Yeah, you've been watching that Seinfeld. That's your problem. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Whoa, I have been falling asleep to it lately. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> maybe the problem uh, is that he falls asleep. So maybe this is what happens, right? He falls asleep, Seinfeld's on, and he's just his he's all, laughing all, all night long in my dreams. Asleep. He's out of laughs. <laughs> he's all out of laughs. No more L-A-F-F-S's. I'm all out of laughs. I'm so lost without you. I'd love to laugh. Yeah. Uh, FridayNightFilmFights.com. Yeah. That's where you can hit that up for us. Check us out at ThePillageCast.com. I swear to you, someday that website will be updated. <laughs> uh, but find us on Stitcher and iTunes. That stuff gets updated properly. Um, and uh, check us out on Facebook and Twitter, PillageCast. Those things still do exist. Listeners, be prepared because at some point I am going to be fixing the website and transitioning everything over to a new host. So... You may hear a special message coming down your feed telling you to go somewhere else for your fix. When that happens, just follow the instructions. Don't panic. It will be okay. Um, But, yeah, we're eventually going to get that squared away so I can get our website all fixed up and everything. Uh, So be prepared for that. Guys, thank you so much for being on here. Kyle, thank you for being on the show. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, guys. Gates and Phil, thank you guys for hanging out. And thank you all for listening. This has been episode 87 of the Pillage Cast. We are done. Boom. Boom. Whose boom do I go with? This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.